Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello, gamers. James Farley. Hello. And Sean Bell. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) James, explain your response there. I was just confused by Matt. I mean, what was that? That was the new one, Matt. Is this? Have you been preparing? Why are you so easily shaken? What? Why? Why do you (laughs) let that? Why don't you just roll with the punches, is what I'm asking. Well, no, because we've got a format. You know, it's the same every week, and it's comforting. And then something like that comes up, well, and we it's a bit... we got one mat. You know... we got one mat, and he <laughs> threw you off the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, that's all it takes. We'd like to start the show, as we always start the show, by thanking our Patreon producers for this month. They're the Full Nels crew, and they are Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Jack Oven, Tom S, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights of Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Gabby, Gabsy Wabsy. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, I get into a flow with it and I forget some of them change. Graham Mackay, Rocketman76, Rex Reese, Happy Birthday Sam, Love Nil, aka Bitch in Sync, Grey Dragon Claw, Fred Fenge, and Garrison Savannah. They are the full Nels crew. If you would like to support us, what we do, uh, and get something back for it, you can go to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Various different tiers. You can listen to a bonus show, um, uh, which is uh, which was uh, quite good this month. We've had quite yeah. a, good, a bit of feedback with that. Um, we had a talks over, which was surprisingly good this month. Surprisingly is a bit harsh, but we watched <laughs> Gamesville. And I was kind of like, I, I guess I didn't know where we were going to go with it. Um, but it turned out. It was a bloody good show. It was like an hour-long stream. Had lots of people in the chat. That was great. You can watch that live with us uh, on a certain tier, or you can go full Nels, whichever way you decide. We really appreciate everyone that supports us at patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Matt, our first show, proper normal show, for a long time last week. I assume everyone loved it, right? They I all loved it, loved it. They? I think officially everyone loved it, yeah. We'll start with Nathaniel the in Melbourne. Then. Hello, TCGS. I've only been a listener for about six months, but I love the podcast. However, I often listen to it in the background and rarely give it my full attention, which <laughs> oh. means I still... <laughs> sounds like a big fan. Which means I still don't Sorry, have a good... Nathaniel? 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 Oi! Nathaniel? <laughs> stop. Stop ignoring us, mate. This is quality content that you're missing out on here, so listen up. Just stop what you're doing and turn the volume up and focus, yeah? We've got to focus to put this out. You should be focusing to listen, all right? Good. Continue, man. The only person you're cheating is yourself, all right? Um, (laughs) I often listen to it in the background, really give my full attention. I can't even put names to voices. As far as I can tell, these are the personalities of the TCGS crew. One of you is quite stoic and calm. I feel like he will be slow to anger, but would then be quite dangerous. One of you is a bit thick, Uh, but seems to have a heart of gold. mm. We'll come back to these in a minute. (laughs) One of you is very aggressive, like the Miss Piggy of the group. The thick one is his Kermit. (laughs) The last one just sort of fades into the background. I'm sure he's lovely, though. Uh, To be honest, I'm not even sure what your names are, so I often skip past the intro. If you twisted my arm, I'd say Peter, James, Kevin and Corey... Hope I'm not forgetting a fifth member. <laughs> Reading this back, it does seem quite mean, but I really do love the show. To make it up, I'll subscribe to your Patreon. Thanks. And that oh, is from yeah. Nathaniel so in Melbourne. Yeah, it's fine. Absolutely <laughs> so fine. Okay, I, I so don't mind should... being Corey. That's fine. I can be okay. Corey. <laughs> so hang on. Am I... I'm facing the, the background one. guy, right? No, you're the no, quite you're stoic not. and calm person who goes oh, crazy. Okay. 
Oh, right, yeah, okay. James Farley's the one that fades into the background. No, I was going to say that's me. Yeah, you are James Farley. <laughs> anyway, me, Matt Murray. I'm the aggressive <laughs> one, clearly. Um, Matt, uh, David Turner's Sean. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see what I'm doing here. I'm trying to confuse yeah, you. Yeah. Further. Sorry, it's just confused yeah, thanks, me. Thanks for it's, unfortunately, it's, it's, yeah. I confuse the wrong people. Yeah, I'm like, That's hang on, am I David Turner's? Fucking hell. Um, yeah, you were, Sean. <laughs> yeah, you were. Just for a moment. How did it feel, Sean? Taste of the high life. It was great. Loved it. Wait, hold on. So who's the bit thick one with a heart of gold? Um, I mean, I, I, I take issue with the first bit, but I assumed that was Matt. Ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. I like the way that you covered yeah, yourself. But also no, it was the just background. The, so. when, it, when he then went on to say that the, well, again, I don't agree with this bit, but when it says the thick one is his Kermit, I can see, I can see Matt being your Kermit, Dave. What, if Matt's the thick one? Unbelievable. Again, I'm, I'm not agreeing with that bit of it. <laughs> okay, all right. I don't think we should <laughs> dwell on this, honestly. So, I mean, too, I late, think we too late, James. It's Sean been dwelled. clearly think, thinks that Matt is thick. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, so all right, okay. James is a, a literal doctor. And Dave, yeah. you, you don't have a heart of gold. Come on. Yeah, but I'm pretty thick. Uh, no, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but would you Sorry. describe David as having a heart of gold? Because I probably wouldn't. No. My point. I think what are you talking actually? about? I've got a heart of gold. I love giraffes and that, don't I? Remember that? Remember when I love giraffes? That's the only thing Although, that softens you, though. Ad- admittedly, I like them because they fucking hate everything that's quite true. clearly. One of you is very so, aggressive. Um, I mean, there's, there's a fair chance that's David, surely, out of us. Yeah, yeah no, I, I assumed that was, yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably me, that's isn't it? Stoic and calm. I mean, I was thinking Sean. That's Sean, isn't it? I thought, Sean. Could, uh, I, thought, I, thought, I thought that could be James. I don't know. Hmm. No, because James, on this show, James goes crazy. <laughs> you just, like, prod him a little bit, and he's like, oh, fucking hell. That's true. You, but, like, I mean, bear in week, mind, Nathaniel doesn't even know our names. It's entirely possible he's just sort of crossed us over at various <laughs> points. Do you know what I mean? Like, each think, one of these he, personalities he's describing could actually encompass several of us. Or is he no, talking about Kane and Rince? A, yeah, I just assume there's another <laughs> podcast somewhere with a Peter, yeah. James, Kevin, and Corey yeah, on yeah. it. Just and they just the misheard podcast. it. I want to listen to it. Sounds great. <laughs> With that these personalities, good, right. that sounds like a winning pod. <laughs> so, do I want to be a bit thick or do I want to fade into the background? What a choice. Um, yeah. <laughs> probably a little bit of both. I don't mind being thick. No one expects anything from you then. <laughs> and you could just go away, go along with your daily life, can't you? You can surprise like them, can't you, as well? It's nice. Yeah. Go on. Uh, have we worked out who's who? We'll move on, yes, shall we? Have. we? I don't a feel theme. like we have. That's, <laughs> why, that's why I say go on. So hang on a minute. So even though everyone's like, "Oh, you say Matt's thick," you're now just quietly all agreeing with me. Is that? Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's how it works, Sean. You point out the flaws, you agree with them, yeah. but you don't expose yourself. Okay. That's, okay. That's I mean, I'm all right. I'm that just fading the into art. the background here. Sorry, it's fine. <laughs> right, Athene. Uh, hi, lads. You will have undoubtedly heard of the unfortunate passing of Meatloaf this week. On the bright side, mm-hmm. being reminded of his classic Bat Out of Hell has fired some new ones in my brains for a quality pun title for a Sean stream uh, that is very clear in Carl Pilkington fashion. Uh, Sean okay. gets a name first, then runs of it for the stream, presenting Sean Out of Bell, a regular series where Sean plays underworld-based games for example, Dante's Inferno, Hades, etc. I expect my commission check in the post soon. Your longest suffering fan, Athene. So, uh, sorry, Go how have you not gone Matt out of Bell? 
There's got to be That's something true. in that. I mean, where it's like a co-op stream, but you've got to. I don't know. Maybe or, or Matt out of hell. I mean, that would make more sense. Presumably. That would also, yeah, because Matt out of yeah. hell implies that I'm like giving birth to him or something. Yeah, exactly. That would be quite. Yeah, we've got to up the content. Have you seen what these YouTubers and TikTokers are That's doing true. now? Next Get clipping. their attention. Yeah, it's not um, just. <laughs> Your bog standard reviews, is it? There's got yeah. to be some gross element. Even yeah. Blippy was shitting on his mates, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Even Blippy was doing that. Yeah. So uh, I so should say, we've Athene, got... so I, I actually at one point considered doing the opposite of this. Um, I was, was going to do Bell's Angels. <laughs> and it yes. was going to be a, a stream of loads of games where he plays an angel. <laughs> How many games can you think of where you play as an angel apart from... You're uh, not going to play. Well, there's uh, El Shaddai. El Shaddai. El Shaddai. I mean, technically, he only becomes an angel at the very end of the game. Um, yeah. If you do, I mean, does Kid Icarus count? Maybe not really. Kind Kid of. Icarus isn't I mean, you he's do, different. Cherub, you, can do, isn't it? you can do Bayonetta. I mean, there's like, angels in it. I mean, that, that's, that's true. true. They're baddies, though. Uh, you yeah. can play. You've you got Messiah, where he plays the little baby angel who possesses people and gets them to shoot each other. Uh, and you could also do Requiem. Colon Avenging Angel, which was a shit first person shooter that made a big Just deal about one, the man. fact that like you had magic powers that were all based off things in the Bible. So there you go. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we'll consider it. We'll consider it, I think. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it on the list. Uh Rect Reese, dear TCG, what a great show. Just caught up with In the Cuisining, and apart from that, it was great. And apart from... So I meant to rephrase this because it wasn't. it's not clear the way Reese is... Sorry, Reese, I'm not having a go. Thank you for the message. <laughs> but your phrasing is unclear. Because <laughs> it sounds like you said, yeah, just caught up in the cuisining, and apart from that, it was great. What he's, <laughs> but what he's saying is, apart from that it was great, I just wanted to say dot, dot, dot. Yes. Which took me a minute. Uh, okay, so apart from the fact it was great, I just want to say oh, that... Right, I, okay, I see where you're at. I just want right. to stand with James on the metric slash imperial measurement thing. Lived in the UK almost all my life and still have to use a converter anytime somebody asks me for anything in feet and inches or pounds and ounces, unless I get asked that question, in which case I just lie anyway. Uh, working in both the medical and military worlds, I've always had to record people's height in centimetres for official forms, including government IDs. It is also a lot easier to work out medication in relation to a person's body weight when their weight is easily divisible by 100 or 1,000. The fact anyone tries to remember how many pounds go into a stone or how many ounces go into a pound baffles me. One milliliter of water weighs one gram, 1,000 makes it a kilogram. Easy maths. Also, anyone who's bought a bag of sugar or been to a gym in the UK has a good reference for what one kilogram or 10 kilogram feels like. Whereas if someone tells me they lost two stone, I have no reference for how much weight that is. I don't know whether to be congratulatory or concerned. Meters, <laughs> liters and grams all the way. Appreciate y'all from Rex Reese. He's I mean, absolutely he's right. right. He is right. Well, like, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Go on, whoa. go on. Right, okay. Rex Reese has said why they work in the metric system right Mm. the two reasons were working in both the medical and military worlds right Mm. james what's your excuse my excuse is i live in countries where they use these measurements and that's where i (laughs) was mostly asked those questions why is this so difficult for you to understand (laughs) in the percentage of your life did you live more in a countries that used like feet and inches Absolute. Or... That's irrelevant because in the it's in the percentage of places where I've been asked very, these questions. Very relevant. Very relevant. <laughs> <'Cause>... 
Sorry. It's not. It's completely irrelevant. It's because it was in those countries that I've been mostly asked these questions for things like IDs. Where did you school? Where did you school? What is this? This education. This has nothing to do with it. This is ridiculous. No, nothing to do with it. Hang on. As Rector said, he lived in the UK most of his life, but then he still does the same sort of thing. Oh, right. You're having a pop at a military man, are you? I'm having a pop at you for being an idiot and not realising that that. other countries, (laughs) you know, have different systems to the imperial one. (laughs) Good luck to you with that one. Military man. It's just just weird, isn't it? Because obviously imperial measurements are pretty much bullshit, but for some reason, in terms of height and weight, for some reason, we seem to have sort of stuck with them, even though we've gone metric for basically everything else. It's really weird. Also, I, it, like, it makes kilometers per hour. I still have no concept of. I'm, I'm a, I'm a miles man. See, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I can't. That's the thing. Like, if it's miles per hour, that again, I'm with that. Like, I can't do kilometers because I yeah. didn't drive really? a car. Why? Because I didn't drive a car in China, Dave. That's why. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe you should have. Um, I, I tell you what, it's weird when you look at um, because obviously I work on a lot of plans and stuff and detail drawings and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and we use millimeters and meters, you know, obviously. Yeah. Because when you look at like, if I get sent a drawing from like the seventies or whatever, and I look at it. And it's like one foot and seven quarters of a, a third of an inch. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? It How baffles do I me that, like, this? as you know, I, I work with farmers sometimes. Hectares still very much a thing. Yep, don't we do really, hectares. Yeah. Don't surely just squared meters or squared miles would be. No, no areas okay. measured in feet for us, and um, See, that's, that's the other thing. Like wherever, whenever I used to rent places when I was when I've been abroad, the first question people always ask you is, "How many square meters is it?" You know, like your apartment or whatever. It's always the question that people ask. They never ask me how many square foot or whatever something is. Do they do that? I've never. I mean, I've rented places and I've never asked how what it is in area because they'll go like, "Right, here's what here's what would happen with me." Okay, how many square foot is it? And they'll go, "Oh, you know, two thousand square foot." Right. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm not going. Yes, it's very good. Okay, fine. I'll take your word for it, Mr. Estate Agent. I know that you're very trustworthy people. Right, okay, should we move on? But I'm sure there's an estate agent. We absolutely cool. have to move on. I was going to say, is, it, is this better or worse than when we started the Patreon talk show with Hot Chocolate Chat? <laughs> Just it might be. <laughs> Go on. Uh, Penguin of Death has messaged Hi guys, listening to the podcast this week and hearing you all bemoan about 3D TV and how rubbish it was I found an application that no one seems to know about so I wondered if you had ever seen it I was in Tokyo in 2013 for my honeymoon and somehow when we were exploring we ended up in the Sony Center in Tokyo This massive skyscraper had every Sony product imaginable and was heaven for a technology nerd like myself. They set up a PS3 with one of their 3D televisions and Gran Turismo. Those were the Sony TVs that had the active glasses and it was set up so each player could only see their own car and position on the track. When watching the screen as a spectator, it was a horrible mishmash of images. (laughs) But when you put on the glasses, you can only see your game. Each player had a full screen of their screen, so no more split screen. It wasn't great to spectate, but putting on the glasses was mind-blowing. I would have loved a 3D TV just for that reason. I think the glasses gave each player either the left or right images in both lenses so that each player was a different eye, i.e. player one saw left eye picture and player two was a right. Love the podcast, keep it up. Cheers for all getting for getting all of us through this pandemic. No, wasn't it micro-flashing? So, like, obviously like, it's not a solid picture. So it would f- f- throw up like one frame 
of one screen and one frame of the other and flicker between the two. Wasn't that how it worked? Oh, possibly, yeah. I do remember this thing where you could only see your like your part of the screen, right? but I do remember that. Yeah, I yeah, I'd seen that. Well, it would the whole screen. You'd see the whole screen, but it would just be your view. Yeah. Yes. And someone yeah. else would look at the same screen and it would just be their view. That was what mm. the mind-blowing aspect was. But I'm assuming, A, it wasn't reliable, the tech, you know, uh, I, I bet the glasses were way too fucking expensive as well if you needed to get a replacement. Um, and also, like, doesn't that, in theory, half your frame rate for your game? I mean, it does, but it's no more than doing a 3D image anyway because it's still having to render twice as many frames. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, yeah, but I get... There but, must but be that a is very good reason why that didn't take yeah, off. Yeah, well, there must also, be a good reason why it didn't take off. If it's really expensive... And what's the use case? It's only just for like games. People yeah. are not going to well, be yeah, interested. Yeah, so people play split screen local multiplayer. Like yeah, which is not yeah, it's true. It's games, and then you reduce that down to games that you can play uh, multiplayer on the sofa. Mm-hmm. So that's a smaller audience. Then you reduce that to split screen games. <laughs> that just like reduces down like further and further, doesn't it? Yeah. It kind of yeah. You could see that actually the technology was probably amazing, probably amazing, but. For the the potential audience, it just fucking wasn't worth it. <laughs> Plus, know? for the cost of you know what 3D TVs were back then, probably cheaper to just buy another telly and a console. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sell tape yeah. them together, back yeah. to back. But no, yeah. it is, it is so a really it, cool idea. Um, but as you say, I think it's just such a limited use case that's not going to be a selling point, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dalton has messaged someone made a prediction that Dreamcast games would come to Game Pass but did you know that some Dreamcast games came to 360 and were made backwards compatible with one and the series consoles having that knowledge makes a prediction not so far fetched but would be interesting is if you insert a Dreamcast disc of Crazy Taxi for example into an Xbox and you got a 360 version for free no, that's that's not part of my prediction. I'm not having no, that. No, I know. Um, it would be cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> but that would be interesting. <laughs> that that is cool. true. Like Some of those games did come out, but some of them, like Crazy Taxi, the soundtrack was all different, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was all yeah, mashed up or whatever. Right no, out, yeah. my prediction, I think my prediction is quite clear that it has to be billed as Dreamcast games coming to, to Game Pass. Yeah. Like, it can't just be, this game was on, game, uh, on the Dreamcast and it's on Game Pass. Like, it can't be that. It needs to be a clear, hey, you know, they're going to promote mm. it as that. I don't think they need to anymore, Dave. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think it's going to be that much from yeah. piracy. <laughs> yeah, the predictions were quite quite crazy last week, weren't they, when we mm-hmm. looked back? Uh, just a week I think, gone I by. Think mine and were great. Sh- I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, okay, next. <laughs> uh, Luke Summerhays, as a kid, uh, I was really into marzipan. Like the little frogs and that from a cake shop, probably couldn't finish one now. <laughs> that said, I loved, still love, and always love a stick of rock. I like chewy sweets, and rock <sighs> is next level. Fuck your toffee pennies. Ugh. I did look into getting custom. Oh my god, there's loads of feedback into our message here. I, no, no, I had no, sorry. <laughs> I thought that was something else. I'll move on. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, oh, this is like some, controller, some controller feedback. And he said custom sticks. I thought he was talking about drumsticks for you, Matt, or something. You know, that, yeah. sticks, I did yeah. look at getting custom sticks made, but you have to bulk order. Hopefully, I can gather a hundred fans interested in buying rock. Thanks, Luke. Rock's uh, not okay, chewy though. Cool. It's not chewy. It's rock hard. It's not chewy. Ooh. No, it just it's it's hard and it splits and, and it feels like you're going to cut your cheek on it. Yeah. I will say now, you better not add, add that 
uh, edit that out where you had that meltdown there, Matt, because uh, <laughs> I will be checking tomorrow and I will reference it throughout this episode. And <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's going to be even better if we're, when I take it out and then you sound like an absolute... Dave's picking on Matt Remember, again. Unbelievable. Remember, uh, I've got the backup. <laughs> so, you know, will, it's going to find its way eventually. Um, yeah, no, I, I can't deal with people defending rock. It's rubbish. Mm, it's it rubbish. I totally agree. If you're just going to eat that much pure fucking sugar there's just there's better ways to do it yeah just a spoon yeah, and granulated sugar. sugar but guess no, not granulated sugar what is it no casting caster sugar is it called which one that's the stuff what is cakes, it called yeah. the really stupidly thin sugar i remember like dipping my finger in that <laughs> when i was a kid <laughs> and just going this is like the most delicious thing ever yeah, why would you eat anything else you mean is this like exactly. the powdery stuff or like yeah okay I mean like icing sugar yeah icing sugar that's it yeah, yeah but was it it did add a different name didn't it like cast cast well, ca- sugar caster sugar is just like normal white sugar nah it's not that then okay it's not that then okay sure. let's right. move it's on. the other one Wolf- it's the powder uh, okay. one do you remember when did you, I don't know if you guys ever did, ever had this I don't know if it's still a thing when you went to the doctor as a kid they just give you a sugar cube at the end of the appointment. And I think it was like just what? like a no, weird like. Sean, plus- I think you went. I, I think yeah. you might have gone to a vet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do to horses. I was say, I they don't I was do a that tiny to- horse. Um, I think it was supposed to be like a weird placebo thing, as if you're supposed to be like, what? oh, the the doctor gave me this cube of sugar. That's probably made me better now. Bollocks, isn't it? Do you know, Sean? I, I don't want to get into this because we. Look, no, God, this, God. no, no, because this is going to go off. We've already been recording about nonsense for like the last what half an hour. It's fine, and it's just twenty minutes. It's no big news this week. It's fine. You see, I vaguely remember, and this yeah. is probably completely wrong, and mm. somebody's going to explain why it's wrong. Mm. There was some, there was some kind of medicine that came delivered via via a sugar cube. Because I remember this as well. Okay. Yeah. What? I'm looking this up now. Is that how you got your vaccine? <laughs> Just, do you know one of those memories that you have as a kid and then you share it with everyone and everyone's like, what? <laughs> I think that might have been one of those, right? I don't remember. A sugar cube. It did. Well, you just oh, popped I, it out of the pocket. Okay, uh, wait a minute. What am I doing? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah? don't Google because you've got the loudest fucking <laughs> set up. Can you, can you hear me, right? I can't remember if I unmuted it or not. Right, yeah, yeah. Because right, I did just a, Google. Yeah, there is an oral sugar cube vaccine. Yeah, it's memories of the sugar cube vaccination. I'm just, just having a look. Yeah, it what did. What's this, 1920s? No, because it was, it was polio. That was it. It was a polio vaccine. Yeah, 1962, yeah. they started doing it. Yeah. Yeah, when did they stop doing it? 1963. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's move on. Like, we can't, I'm remember. not researching this now, not on the show. Can, can we just move on? Okay, all right. <laughs> Fucking hell, this whole... Just it up, James. You're going, oh, let me Google it. Wait, let's go. <laughs> this Next whole one. intro is getting deleted. Um, <laughs> no, we're gonna, not. We're going to end no with... episode this week, guys. We just, we fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> we fucked it. Just forget it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, release okay. it anyway. No, I promise. We're doing you a favour. <laughs> We're going to end with Sura. I think that's how you pronounce it. Hello, fellas. I've not yet finished a Gotti show, round one so far, but hearing Infinite didn't win, having to listen to hours of you lot say such potential had me sad, and knowing our boy gets so drunk he votes for the wrong game has me looking forward to the next lot of gardening while listening. So uh, the listener poll on Google, why not promote the poll on Twitter during the voting? Have a competition like the Yeti one. Each day you guys take a turn at being 
the TCGS account for promoting the poll and at the end have a Twitter poll on who was the best. And if you are worried about someone gaming that Twitter poll, in my opinion, a poll with a prize of bragging rights isn't as important as a gossip slot and the constant slagging off of the unfair win could be fun, will make it anonymous. By this, I mean, don't tell us who is controlling the TCGS account on one, two, three, four of the Gotti poll. We just vote based on which day was the most fun and who tapped out the tweet. Hope that makes sense. Good job, boys. Keep it up, sure. None of that made sense at all. <laughs> okay, so basically, I think they mean that, so each day, this is one of those things where we need a whiteboard to write no, all no, this no, down. No, no, I think I get it. So basically, we have, gotcha. there's four days and each day, one of us has a go at basically being the social media manager for the TCGS account. And it's their job to promote the poll. Right. And then whoever gets the most votes in on that. But then I suppose that's skewed towards whoever goes first, right? Because it's going to be, the vote's going to be front-loaded, you would think. Yeah. So basically, yeah, every, each of us get a, a day of having a turn at being the one promoting the poll. I think that's quite a good idea. Okay. James, um, have you ever seen one tweet from TCGS? Yes, I have. <laughs> no, I have. I've, I've done a few. Not that many, but I have. Also, I don't like the fact that, you know, it's, oh, yeah, we all take it in turns to try and be the best person on social media. We have someone who has a career in doing that on this. Okay, fuck it. Let's have one week where we've all got to design a, a, a warehouse. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah? Do that. And the winner of that wins the <laughs> game. I'd love to see Matt's. <laughs> I genuinely love to see what Matt comes up with. Right, okay. Is that it for the That's feedback? feedback. Weird, if you want to leave us feedback, a weird feedback section. But <laughs> yeah. um, sorry. If go you want to leave us feedback that makes sense, go to tcgs.co/slash/dear_tcgs. <laughs> I promise you now, though, the video game stuff is going to get good. All right. So if you've made it this far, this is where it flies. James Farley, <laughs> what's the news? Well, just after we recorded last week, which is what always seems to happen, well, okay, it was the day after, which was annoying, uh, Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard. Well, they haven't actually bought them yet, but they've filed all the stuff to buy them for $68.7 billion. And so that, that's going to be closing by the end of next year, apparently. Uh, sorry, this out of first. What's the is it a curse now? Do we treat it as a curse now? Are we saying this is a curse? Because how many times have we recorded an episode and between recording and publishing, there's been a major news story? Like, it's it's happened a lot, right? It's happened a lot. It it's happened, happened a lot, lot but we'll, we can move our recording day and it's still up on the next day. It doesn't matter. It's just one <laughs> no. of things. Well, uh, do I say this on the podcast? I guess I can, because it's out there. Uh, Sarah Dyer um, tweeted me today, uh, today, sent me a DM. Saying, did you know that Google Stadia haven't tweeted for ten days? Like the official Google Stadia account haven't tweeted for ten days. Right. <laughs> and tomorrow, tomorrow is their usual fortnightly blog update. Mm-hmm. So, if Google Google Stadia is shut down tomorrow, <laughs> it is going to be that is that officially. Calls the, the, the this a, a curse. I right? don't. I don't think it's going to because I got an email from them the other day promoting their you know monthly games or whatever. They're still doing that. Yeah, what were yeah, they? I got that too. I don't remember. Your what monthly they were, games though. are here. I mean, are come they on, on. They were from like games from like two thousand and four or something. I don't know. False idea. Right. Okay. Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. Firstly, it, uh, right. I don't know. Look, this is a big deal. I'm not belittling this deal at all. But did you guys have the same reaction to me 
where I saw the story, went crazy, and thought, oh my god, because this was like being tweeted by journalists like about 10 minutes before the announcement. Mm. Oh, I'm hearing Microsoft are making a big move to to buy Activision. <laughs> and then like 10 minutes later, Microsoft was like, yeah, we, yep. <laughs> we're going to buy Activision. Um, but when they posted the, tw- the tweet with the pictures of the games, I looked at that and went, oh, is that all right, it? that's <laughs> what you get for your money, is it? Like, yeah. I mean, Call of Duty, obviously, Juggernaut, I think it needs a shaking up. I think whether Microsoft take that series in a different direction or not, I don't know whether they'll have the power to do so. Um, I, I don't know. But, like, I looked at the list of games and I just went, that's the only one I care about, and I don't really care <laughs> yeah, about but it that much. So. That's, that's not it, though, is it? Because that's because recently Activision have just been focused on only a couple of games. Like They've not mm. been doing anything, and they've got like a whole back catalogue of tons of stuff that they've not done yeah, anything massive, with. Like what, massive, so what am I missing? What, what series would you say is something that they haven't, Activision haven't touched for a while that could make a huge comeback? Okay, so yeah, they have. They've got. I mean, they've got Hexen, yeah, you know, which is mm-hmm. you know another one which fits in with like. What's you know, Hexen? It was like a you know it was it was like it, a fantasy it, FPS, wasn't it on PC? Yeah. yeah. Then there was yeah, Heretic like, okay. as well, spin off from that. We're good. All right. But yeah, they have they have got stuff. It's not that they've got nothing. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't remember anything. Okay, Guitar Hero. They got Guitar Hero. That's another one which they've obviously Tony not Hawk. done anything with for a long time. You know, there's this Tony Hawk, yeah, yeah, Tony Hawk. They have got a, a new, lot of a things. A new proper good Tony Hawk game coming straight to Game Pass well, would be pretty cool. Because right? it was only last year when, like, we heard the news that Vicarious Visions or whoever did it, but they were actually just now working on World of Warcraft stuff rather than us all being like, "Oh my god, okay, so the remake, or, you know, the one and two remastered was amazing." What maybe they'll do free and underground or brand new one? This is so good, and then we get a the news saying, "Actually, no, that Studio now is just doing." wow dlc or yeah because yeah, that's what oh, happened to uh, raven that, that's as well. a perfect example of what activision have done like so many of their studios i mean uh, we're then just doing okay you're now just you're doing this or you're supporting cod or well warcraft and that's one of the most exciting things we get hopefully these studios can be taken away from just working on uh various indirect iterations of cod or warcraft and actually we do get a new we do get a new tony hawks we do get New Spyro, I don't know. I mean, Dave, how would you feel about a new iCarly? Because they, they own <laughs> that. Um, look, you have found the key to my heart, James Farley. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I'll be back up for that. I don't, look, it's obviously huge. I, th- I think, you know, Call of Duty still sells millions, still tops the charts when it comes out. It's still a big deal. I do think it needs a bit of a refocus. Of, you know, we spoke about time off. Obviously, it doesn't affect any games that are coming out this year um, because, you know, it's not likely that they'll take over uh, Activision until next year. Um, I mean, probably so, next year's ones, really. Really? Well, yeah, no, cause cause this is all done by, the, by fiscal 23, so done by yeah. June 23, and obviously, if it takes that long, then they're obviously still they'll be working on 2023's games by that point. So, Well, I mean, they, they pulled the plug on halo infinite about two weeks before it was due to come out and took it in a new <laughs> direction so i mean <laughs> it, could, I think, it could go anywhere i think the hope here is that microsoft buying this will mean that they'll be able to like redistribute you know the, the talent that there is at activision because obviously you know there, there, there is in you know into other directions and also into other games not just call yeah, of duty for sure 
that that would be sure. the thing which would be good. But then also, I yeah. mean, there was there has been like reports saying that maybe you know Call of Duty will cease to be like a, a yearly thing. You know, it may you know at least the like single player campaigns and all that kind of stuff. Mm. I mean, stuff like Warzone's going to be you know around. You know, they're just going to keep iterating on that, I'd imagine. But the other stuff, you know, maybe uh, maybe they move into other directions. Yeah, I kind of think that the important thing here is that they don't need to have Warzone tied to the latest one anymore do they no i mean it's it's hard it's hard to predict without knowing like like without going deep into the sales because it's easy to say that i mean you know uh, the next story is about how sony expects activision games to stay multi-platform and it's well within microsoft's um interest to do that it's well within microsoft's interest to release call of duty on on playstation because that's money sitting there isn't it you could say that, but then you could have said the same thing about Bethesda as well. And then all of their new stuff is only going to be on Xbox. You know, all of their mm. all this stuff. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think they probably will with this. Like with Call of Duty, I think they probably will. That will continue. Although maybe it will only continue as Warzone. Maybe they won't bother with the single player campaign anymore. On yeah, those I mean, what's nuts is that, you know, the, all right, Warzone's free to play, right? Mm-hmm. Is it free to play? Um, or have you got yeah. to own one yes. of the... No, it is free to no, play. Free you can download play. it, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, uh, so, yeah, maybe actually just releasing the campaigns. You know, it gives them a big showcase for, for um, you know, because, like, as I said, oh, I've always said this about Call of Duty, right? It, uh, people love Call of Duty. You watch all the marketing, and it's about based around the single-player campaign for uh, the solely for the reason that it looks good. You know what I mean? Showing a little bit of multiplayer as a campaign, um, uh, like a marketing campaign, isn't exactly the best way of doing it. Even mm. though that's where all their players are, that's where all the money is. Yeah, it, it, you know, they show single player campaigns. So to have like announce a new Call of Duty just a Game Pass, but while still using Sony players for for Warzone as a sort of cash cow. That that kind of that kind of lines up, doesn't it? it kind of, yeah, makes I think sense. that makes total sense. But not just single player exclusive, like a single player and the other kind of more standard COD multiplayer. It's just everything but Warzone. I think will be exclusive to Xbox, and then but Warzone also, can stay be multi platform. The reason for buying this as well is not just Activision Blizzard anyway. It's King as well because mm. they want this. They want the mobile market like that's because yeah. that's where Microsoft don't have hardly any footprint whatsoever, and then. Buying King is a big deal. Like if they do that, I mean, this is where I see them. I th- I think there's going to be different, another more tiers of Game Pass are going to come, and one of those is going to be Game Pass Mobile, and it's going to be that sort of stuff, but you know, for mobile instead. Huh. That's how um, I think they're going to expand Game Pass because I think getting if they want all of those like people that are playing like mobile games like you know the King stuff that comes out if they want to get people into a subscription model I don't think those people are not going to be paying like ten or fifteen pounds a month for that and I think there'll be something much cheaper that will just be for mobile I think that that's what yeah. will happen there Yeah I mean what well, maybe they'll do that the Game Pass Ultimate is everything Yeah but I mean it's kind of like what they do with PC and Xbox at the moment right you can buy them separately. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, majority of people just getting Game Pass Ultimate because there are other benefits involved. You've got cloud, uh, PC, and and uh, Xbox games. Um, so that kind of makes sense. But I don't know, man. It look, I, I, you know, the the other side of this is all the discussion about uh, whether this is a monopoly. Um, I, 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 I can see the concerns going forward if they continue to purchase big companies like Activision Blizzard. Um, based on this sale alone, I don't see it. Like, I don't know how you can argue that it's a monopoly based on this. 
Um, yeah, and also and this only of... still makes them like the third biggest behind like Tencent and Sony. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. if this took them over the edge, then there could be arguments about that. But I'd, I'd, no, yeah, just I'd... going into the lead isn't one thing. But when you're considering a monopoly, you get, you look at that and go, "Do uh, monopoly is all about consumer choice, right?" And you say. Do you look at Microsoft and say, have there are there alternatives to buying an Xbox? Well, yes, there is. Mm. Are there alternative developers that you can turn to, um, provided elsewhere? Yes, there are. You know, I I, I can't see an argument in there how are, this has become. A see, monopoly. I agree, and I think that's true. And I, I I wouldn't say that this is monopoly like. But then one of the things which like the American like American government is much more interested in at the moment because of what's happened with like Apple and Google with the App Store and everything is they're putting in new protections for this idea of like giving preferential treatment to your properties. You see, like for people, so that then so for example, if you are buying something you know for xbox if they promote if microsoft promote their own stuff over like third party stuff then that becomes a problem if you sort of mean and that's what game pass is designed to do if you sort of mean so that that you do you you do also consider the fact that this is uh, as there was reports that the fcc are going to look into it as they do um with things like this you know i've heard lots of stories about um fcc mainly based around um uh uh, what you call it uh satellite radio um, but you look into that and you just think, are the FCC going to see what is truly a monopoly or are they going to say, actually, we need to bring this into place to protect a Japanese company over an American one? Mm. And you go, actually, politically, even that the, the, I can't see it being called. But no, but um, then it's not just America, though. This has to go through regulation approval in other countries as well. Of and, course, yeah, yeah. And it course. can be stopped. I mean, if you look at what happened with Facebook, like with Giphy and everything, like they can't use that now because it was stopped in the UK. Um, you know, so, this. but I mean, so I, they're, they're, but, but to be clear, I don't think that's going to happen. Like, I think this is going to get tied up, and I don't think there'll be any problems with it at all. Yeah, for sure. Um, the 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 other side of it, obviously, the other talking point um, that was hitting the internet when this was announced was morally, where does this sit? Because you know, Activision Blizzard um, are going through lawsuits. They've had um, a, a, some terrible reports of abuse and um, you know all that sort of. Um, nastiness that's floated to the surface uh, recently. Where does it sit morally for Microsoft swooping in and buying a company with with all this going on? It's been um, really interesting, hasn't it? Like, <clears throat> I really like Phil Spencer, but yeah. that some people, I don't know. I, I feel like there's been this sort of quite naive assumption that he's going to like personally march around the Activision Blizzard offices and whip the shit out of anyone who's who's been bad. Which I think is, I don't know, right? Because on the one hand, obviously, we'd all love that to happen. Like, if there was just a huge clear out um, of, you know, all, all, all the people accused of um, abuse and, you know, discrimination, etc. But I don't know. I, I feel like they could yeah, hide I behind mean, a lot it's of still a basically all the stuff that Microsoft have done. Like, oh, yeah, we're doing our best, exactly. but it's hard. But then Phil Spencer, in particular, has made a reputation for just doing things that people would normally say is too hard and not do like just you know the the moves he's made with xbox it's just like it's just felt like this constant stream of just like of him just being like no you can just make these decisions and make them happen if you really want to so do you know what i mean it's like he's got a reputation for just getting stuff done which i think is why people are so ready to believe that this is going to be this sort of incredible clean out um which i think which i think there will be like Mm. i'm of no doubt that it's definitely going to be 
probably better under Microsoft than it would be, you know, as well, it obviously Microsoft's is at the moment. Microsoft's best interest to get rid of that, isn't but it? On the like, other even hand, as a PR move, it's it's in their best interest to get rid of the sort of the people that have that are in all these reports. Well, yeah, right? plus like how much, how much, how much, how many layers of management do they still need at Activision Blizzard if they're buying? Mm-hmm. Like, do surely they just need the developers? Um, but as you say, it's naive to think that that um, Phil Spencer represents the wider corporation of Microsoft yeah. because yeah. he doesn't. And it, it's still you a corporate. You're still asking one corporation to clean up another, mm-hmm. which yeah, yeah, know, which yeah, doesn't yeah. sound I mean, amazing. I, my, my understanding is that Microsoft do, you know, certainly, well, in in American terms at least, do look after people um, and have like pretty good employer retention. Um, but there has been issues, though. Yes, I mean, especially involving with, with uh, contractors and yeah. what, especially, I mean, when. Phil Spencer said he didn't know anything about unions and stuff. I mean, that's that's mm. bullshit. There's no yeah. point he doesn't know anything about any of that. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, but e- either way, I'm still I still would say that almost certainly this is better than Activision running things. It's um, yeah. well, this is it, and the, you know, people were saying that you know, Co- this means Kotek gets this amount of money, and look at what you know, all the abuse claims, mm-hmm. and he's walking away with a huge payday. Do you want to know how much? Because um, I've got all the figures here. Yeah, I I like I understand that. I understand that point of view 100% of course but I always think what's the alternative then well the alternative as it says here so apparently he holds 3.9 million shares of the company's stock and so he stands to make 371 million as a shareholder from this but then apparently if they fire him upon closure of the deal with which is without cause or good reason he can get a payout of almost 293 million anyway you know, yeah, he was of, always going to get hundreds of millions. Yeah, but apparently he's going to get but a payout of three hundred ninety million. What What's the alternative that they don't get bought out and Kotex stays in that position? Well, apparently he was trying. I mean, he's been trying to sell the company for a while. One of the things they were trying to do was apparently they were trying to get like Meta involved. Like they were mm-hmm. saying, yeah, maybe maybe Facebook would like to buy us, like instead. And this thing to, I mean, this is where there's been all this speculation as to whether, you know, was this Kotick's like exit strategy was to get bought so then he could get out and get all the cash yeah. and not have any accountability, you know, was, was the thing. Um, I mean, but I we mean, don't And know. obviously yes. I can see, yeah, I, I can absolutely see why people think that is gross. Like he should not be rewarded for the way he's run the company. But as absolutely you say, not. but then you sort of, on the other hand, it's like... As sad as it is, there is there's no part of me that ever honestly believed that he might go to fucking prison for what he's done. M- yeah, what, much as I would like to see that? that because we're all talking we're all talking corporate um, uh, protection of their CEO, right? Mm. And we're we're talking about how this this um, person that's been accused of all this stuff is is still in charge of this major company, mm. right? And uh, but we're not talking about why. How is this not a legal issue? Why well, has this not gone beyond internal reviews? But that's what I don't understand. Yeah, I think we're not really equipped to. But it, no, it has though, hasn't it? Like I thought, this the the U.S. government was was um was investigating as well. Right. Okay. So regardless of what happens with this Microsoft sale, is there still a chance that? Again, I, Sean, you're probably right. I don't know enough about it. We're not equipped to. No, I, I see what you mean. Just because really, he sells a company don't. doesn't mean he's not culpable for anything illegally may have done mm. while he was in charge. Yeah, so, at that company. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't. I but don't the know, trouble man. is, Look, it's I, not. But you can be sh- really shitty without doing stuff that's like technically illegal. Oh yeah, of oh, course, yeah, yeah. Of, course of course, of course. 
of course. But but the reports that we were hearing were they're definitely not legal. Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, I, I look. I'm. I, I mean, I hear the people. I like. I I hear all the comments. Basically, like I understand that. But then when I think, like, I understand people getting angry at this sale and I get that, like, side of things 100%. But then when I kind of think, well, what's the alternative? He just carries on in that job doing what he's doing as as it is. Mm. Or hopefully, and I mean, you know, there was that news story that he's being left in charge. Well, of course he's being left in charge because the sale doesn't go through till yeah. next year at the very earliest. Yeah. So that was a bit of a uh, stoking yeah. fire everyone um, reading notes like, like Microsoft or Activision no one can say what's going to happen because until the sale goes through nothing can be said legally so obviously mm. it will say yeah he's going to stay in position but who, it's really I mean, interesting though isn't it like this the fact that we had all these horrible stories coming out and everything and then you got responses from like Phil Spencer and Sony and all that kind of thing saying you know you know, we, we think it's terrible what's going on there and then Microsoft swoop in it's like they, I mean, they, did they, I mean, the question is like, did they do this because they could get it cheaper as well because of all of this? Very possibly. Yeah, yeah that's Look, been like, don't put it past been, them. Been made, do you know what yeah. I mean? You, you wouldn't put it past them. But then taking, like moving away from that side of things for a second, I thought it was really interesting to see Sony react the way they did. Like for them to come out and comment on a sale like that in the way that they did saying, well, we assume that they're going to keep to their contractual agreements. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really... Uh, that shows a, a bead of sweat, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think? I mean 20 billion terrible. was knocked off their yeah. like, of their share price in 24 hours, and COD's been, like, the biggest seller um, for the last two years running. So if... Just the, the thought of Call of Duty leaving PlayStation platforms, that is a massive hit to, to their... Yeah, yeah. You know, to, to their revenue. So... It's obviously a bit of a, a bit of a nervy time, but there are contracts in place, and obviously since then, Mark, you know, uh, Phil Spencer tweeted saying he's had great chats with people at Sony, and I'm not sure we mentioned Nintendo, but he said definitely Sony, and you know that they're obviously their intent is to keep <laughs> Call of Duty on on PlayStation platforms. Obviously, every word said in these tweets and these other like uh, quotes and things from press releases are all like perfectly, you know, uh, written in a way that doesn't. You know, if they go back on it, it doesn't quite. You know, yeah. it's not. It's, it's not black and white. Basically, like the word saying it, it's their intent to keep on well, the platform. Can I, yeah, doesn't can I say read, we're hundred percent keeping it regardless. Can I read the like the exact quote? Is he says I can. He says I had good calls this week with leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honour all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard <laughs> and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. <laughs> Sony is an important part of our industry. We value our relationship. But it's like, you know, desire to. It's like, oh, we don't desire that anymore. Or, yeah. you know, it's... it's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, we desired to do it, but, uh, you know, there was technical just problems. It just couldn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It just didn't happen. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, for, me, for me, the biggest thing is... I, I still think... I, I was, like, shocked. I, this is... Must be one of the biggest gaming news stories ever, really. Just, like, the sheer size of the company. I thought... Um, we, all, we all knew Microsoft would make more acquisitions, but... I didn't think it would be the size of Activision Blizzard. No, because uh, I mean, obviously, when me, they bought Bethesda, that was like, oh shit, that's amazing. And then this is yeah, what, like three times the, the cost. Well, yeah, I did <laughs> no ten more, times. Isn't it? That's so like, like wow, ten massive, times. seven billion. Of course, it's only like, set, right. A million. You look at that, and it's like there's a lot of more games there that I care about. That's it. That's it. When I look at that, I look oh Fallout, and oh, I'm not into Skyrim stuff, but that that Starfield looks like Mm, that could be. Yeah, they've got like tons of stuff. You know, it's like uh, but Activision have got tons of stuff. It's just that they haven't been using them. I was going to say, is it is this just us? Not like I know Dave. Like I know you like Call of Duty 
but we're not. Like, none, of, none of us are big Call of Duty players. None of us are certainly none of us are big World of Warcraft players. Um, obviously, I quite liked Overwatch. Um, given everything that's you know been going on at Activision Blizzard, I probably wasn't going to get Overwatch Two. Do you know what I mean? Is it is this just us being out of the loop? Are these things much bigger? Than yeah, we I mean, realize? You, like, would you would you say Call of Duty is a big game? Yeah, well, of yeah, <laughs> like, it, but do you know what I mean? Just the sheer know, scale of it, I think, perhaps sometimes gets yeah. away from us. You know, it does. Yeah, hundred percent. Because it, that's what I was saying. Going back to what I was originally saying, mm-hmm. looking at that image of what they own now, yeah. like I was looking at that and going, "All right." but i don't know man it's um it's interesting to see if they're going to make another move mm. do you know what i mean i, see, like, I, I don't i'm not sure they will now because i know but then yeah, it's, but that, I can't, it starts I, to become more monopoly like if you start to say okay yeah we bought ubisoft or okay yeah we bought ea or whatever you know that becomes yeah who's who's bigger who would be bigger EA, EA right I'd imagine, that yes, would probably I'd imagine be so, yeah. the top. But you see, even that would be for. difficult because, like those, like if you look at EA, like it's FIFA and things like that. But then, like there must be licenses that FIFA have got that say this has got to be multi-platform or whatever. You know, it's yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I can't see, say, for example, the Premier League and all of that saying it, we want to be like it's an exclusive to one console. You know, it's in similar what happened. Uh, what was it? The Big Show, the Sony game, yeah, that they released on. Xbox was it Big Show the is it ML- MLB the show MLB the show Big Show Big Show's a wrestler isn't he yeah yeah the Big Show <laughs> he was just a man with a like a caveman yeah that's the one top yeah. on money yeah. why was why was that good <laughs> why was that good Sean don't why ask people me go, oh, I love the Big Show why he's just got a black toga thing on <laughs> all right Weird. I mean, the other thing about never, this though never understood it. Like consider like just the sheer number of studios that Microsoft own now. Mm. It's it's crazy, and I do wonder how that's going to pan out with Game Pass. In the sense of if you've got so much content like available and so much coming out, that's going to be really difficult to manage. You know, like giving everything its time in the sun. You know, getting enough. Mm. You know, people. You know, involved and in that kind of thing. It's oh, no. well, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's like how Netflix do it. There's always the same every <laughs> week where you have a week. There's like something big coming to Netflix. So that's basically yeah, what they want. Can, they that's like different because something something big coming to Netflix is like okay, that's like what ten hours tops of like content or whatever. Games are much bigger and much more like extensive. But also much more sometimes. Know, but you can play games as and when you want. You don't need I mean for people that want to play on day one, like I understand that, but you gotta remember those games stay on there. Mm. So you'll get round to it. They're there for you eventually. I think what we'll see is less smaller indie games on there. I think that's I think you're that's likely, yeah. what we're gonna see. Like less third party games on there. Because mm. all games are now first-party games to Microsoft. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, like, I don't pay the people for them when they're already I mean... funding. Yeah, God knows how many games themselves. Like, so, well, yeah. wait, hold on. Well, why Matt, would they why want, would they want, want to? With, yeah. yeah. Why would they want to fund indie games now if they can put out loads of these other games, which they know for certain people are going to be interested in because they've got all the licenses and all the properties and everything. Why, you know, would you fund well, for, for the same reason I have indie games on now because they know not everyone is into the massive big AAA things, and also. You know the amount of like data that's out there saying actually no, this is good for sales. They know mm. that games on there lead to further sales, lead to purchases after nah, people. I, I, I don't expire. see. It. I it, think it, this isn't just going to be a AAA service. They know people want all sorts of things. Yeah. yeah, but Sony did the same thing. Like if you think about like the beginning of like the PS4, that was all like indie stuff. Like they pushed that really hard because yeah, they didn't a, have totally anything else. Though, now. I know, but they didn't have anything else at that time, and that's one of the reasons why Microsoft have pushed them so hard on Game Pass as well because they needed content. 
they don't need content so much now. They've it's got a lot of it. Like, it's ridiculous to think that just because they've bought the you know, Activision that they'll then just not bother with indies and third party so much. That's I not what I'd... we said. Is that what not we what said? Is that we'll see a, 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 yeah, there will be less indie yeah, yeah, but games. I think it's mad to Game think Pass. that. I think, I think just because they bought them, it doesn't mean there's going to be less indies. I think that's uh, the indies. But have why, been a big why would they need to do that? But because people want different things, people not everyone. Yeah, I know, and they can COD. still provide that without just putting tons of indie stuff on there. Yeah, which is what they currently do. Why would you? So why would you pay money out to other companies when you have your own companies that can do it as part of you know part of your? I suppose it, it, it just depends part on whether business. or not they've purchased enough studios to keep a like a constant stream of stuff. Like if, if, there's, if there's gaps in the schedule and you can pay an indie dev like a relatively you know small amount of money to make you know a given week seem a bit more exciting then i can see them still doing that but yeah i absolutely take the point that like if they've got enough of their own studios putting stuff out they're going to be much more reluctant to pay anyone else yeah and i think that's kind of sad but Mm. it makes sense business if they business wise if they've got that treadmill of games just constantly flowing in throughout the year yeah then you know the odd like for example what they did with death store it didn't launch on game pass they left it a mm-hmm. while it was a massive game they put it on at the end of the year like a few months after it came out mm-hmm. probably six months or whatever they put it on game pass that sort of was of a certain quality they put that on there whereas now we've got we're getting loads of games that you just kind of go actually this of a quality standard you can see that's just a, a have a tick box on mm-hmm. Oh, this is look. We have got 150 games. Yeah. Or whatever, you <laughs> so, know what I mean? if they want to reach like 100 million Game Pass subscribers or whatever, you do that with like licenses and stuff like that, yep. and with things that people yep. know, you know, that they yeah. want to get into, it, and that's why they're going to push that yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so anyway, if we move on, some other stuff that's happened is the Call of Duty QA workers have voted to unionize uh, now. So these are QA testers at Raven Software, and they voted to unionize with the Communication Workers of America. So 78% of these QA workers voted in favor of this, and now they're asking Activision Blizzard to voluntarily recognize the union, uh, which they're calling it's the Game Workers Alliance. And it consists of 34 employees. Uh, do you want to hear what Activision Blizzard have got to say about it? Is it going to make me sound oh, angry? fuck. Uh, so, so they said Activision Blizzard is carefully reviewing the, the request for voluntary recognition from the CWA which seeks to organise around three dozen of the company's nearly 10,000 employees while we believe that oh, a direct that is all, what a fucking shit thing to say yeah. that is while we believe Go that on. a direct relationship between the company and its team members delivers the strongest workforce opportunities we deeply respect the rights of all employees under the law to make their own decisions about whether or not to join a union Yes, that's that's all they well, said. Not at all. Yeah, especially when they just say like around, you know, around three dozen, you know, nearly ten thousand. It's just, yeah. It's... I, I'm not being funny, but we the, the 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 reports that have come out over the past three or four years about what goes on at game studios or has gone out on on some game studios, right? If there's ever a time where unions should be um, coming together, it's now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, and coming out with quotes like that just well, makes you look like the the the, the evil company. Over, I mean, it's it's ne- fucking neo cab 
<laughs> in a fucking press statement that mm. is do you know what yeah. I mean well, especially it's when they ridiculous. say you know, we believe that a direct relationship between the company and its team members delivers the strongest workforce opportunities well that's clearly bullshit yeah. like from what's happened over the last couple of years it's, yeah. it's that's well, clearly this, not true this in particular yeah because this has been a, a Raven Software which again like Matt was saying this is another studio that used to produce loads of great games in its own right and is now just you know making Call of Duty stuff um mm. Like, yeah, this is because was it a load of contractors were just let go with like no yes. notice whatsoever. So yeah, so um yeah, like a, a load of staff there were all have all been striking for a, a while now. Um and it's yeah, it's just absolutely gross. Um, and as, as these studios get bigger and bigger, you you'd absolutely need collective bargaining to yeah. be able to deal with these things. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's yeah. There you go. Uh the okay. last story connected with this so this this came out from the Wall Street Journal because apparently Bobby Kotick wanted to buy a gaming website um, so that he could change what they call Activision's public narrative. So the idea was that... Uh, it's like a fucking... It's like a villain in a... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like Mr. Burns. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. Oh, the newspapers what, are saying bad things about us. Oh, what can we buy the newspapers? It's the most fucking obviously shitty thing to do. That anyone it's would see right through. Any normal person would yeah. be like, what the fuck, man? That's ridiculous. And yet that's where his mind goes. I mean, that just goes to show what sort of person he is, that this is how he solves problems, isn't it? Well, apparently yeah. he was into... It was Kotaku was one of the companies, and PC Gamer. He was interested wow. in... Uh, Activision Blotaku, brilliant. Yeah. That's what I call it. No, no, it's still, still Kotaku, yeah, definitely. We changed the name a bit, but it's still Kotaku. <laughs> it's independent. So yeah, I mean, they apparently Activision Blizzard have disputed the Wall Street Journal's report, but then when they spoke to Polygon, they said they had no further comment on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's quite interesting. But, yeah, mm. that's pretty terrible. Um, shall I move on to the last one? Yeah, because this is the last main yeah. story I've got. So I don't think Lego we need to read this one out. I think this, I think this is fine. Then we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> so Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga is arriving in April. Um, it's coming on the fifth of April and. But then also Polygon have done a big report on the problems that there's been at... Is it Traveller's Tales still? Is that it what they're TT still Games now, isn't it? Yeah, TT Games, TT. different okay. studios yeah. within the, the company. I think that's slightly... I think there is still a Traveller's Tales, one of the studios still called that, but yeah. So the Polygon report talks about really one of the... like Some of the reasons why it's taken so long to come out, but then also the problems there are in the studio because there's been a very oh, man, high staff such- turnover. And, yeah, uh, yeah this, this was such a bummer. This story mm. wasn't it because they showed the the launch trailer. Mm-hmm. I was laughing at the fact that the day before we put out a podcast where Sean says it will be radio <laughs> silence because there was a few people defending you, Sean, saying, "Well, it's not out yet, is mm. it? Let's see if it does come mm-hmm. out in April." And I just had replied, "Nah." The bet was that there'd be radio silence, yeah. and that that, that this—they've uh, already broken their silence yeah, on this game, much radio uh, noise. regardless of when it comes out in April. But um, uh, I, I so firstly, I was laughing at Sean. <laughs> then I watched the trailer and went, "This is this looks fucking incredible! I am so up for this." And then news story come out about, oh yeah, you know that game that you really like the look of, yeah, the staff staff were going through hell putting that together. Mm-hmm. When's it gonna stop? Like, when's it gonna stop? Not for yeah. a while. Not, I mean, that's what it? gets me is that, like, yeah, reading the, the Polygon report, and it's you know very specifically like a few managers um, making life shit um, for everyone else, and you just think like, how have these people not read the reports from Ubisoft, Activision, etc., and not been like, yeah, do you know what? I should probably 
sort my shit out. Because I think because it's like, because it's money, not, not isn't that, it? Like, public scrutiny should not be the only reason, right? It should not. Be, they should just want to be better anyway. But let's surely the impetus of like, oh, someone's going to write one of these stories about me. Mm-hmm. You yeah. would think that would be enough to be like, hang on, I need to think about how I'm behaving here. No, because it because the but what's more important, an article being written about you or you you achieving. As, like, it's all about profit margins and mm. hitting deadlines and keeping shareholders out. It's money. Mm. That's the difference. Yeah, when you've got like, boards saying, look, this game is coming out at this time, do whatever it takes to ensure that game comes out at that time. But it doesn't work, though, does I'm it? Because sure the game is be fucking better. late I'm anyway. Sure I don't want to be monsters. The game's and, been delayed uh, massively. It's yeah, been no, delayed like, massively, and then also you've had like a hostile environment for women at work, yep. You know, female staff being subjected to bullying and comments about appearance and stuff. and. Mm-hmm. Sorry, to be, to be clear, I am not defending what they're doing. No, I know, I know. Is what I'm saying is that when you look at it from their point of view, that's what they're thinking. Mm. Yeah. They want to make as much money as humanly possible, and that is the most important thing. And it's and it is wrong. Like I'm totally with you, Sean. Mm. I think in the long run, you, I can see what you're saying. Mm. That it's you know you look at these other companies being destroyed and going for all this pr hell and maybe it would make you second guess it but i don't think that's enough for these people to go that's more important than money here and now that's true i suppose they're they're already not interested in what people think about them aren't they i think is no of course not yeah they all think they're untouchable as well they think oh that won't happen here Mm -hmm. we're not going to report this Mm -hmm. or so which is what we've seen at ubisoft where they did seem to be untouchable you know because yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Actually, people yeah, have exactly. been protected yeah, you see or just from like yeah. even the massive places like Activision Blizzard. Like, well, hey, that nothing's happened there, so nothing's going to happen here. So, yeah, that's why they feel like they can get well, away. Yeah, with. as you say, I mean, James is right. Ubisoft is the one. You just go, oh, that's gone quiet again. Yeah, yes, because yeah. they went quiet again. Like it's mad that this is not like Ubisoft's just been swept under the carpet again. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, it'll come up again soon because it seems to do that every year or so. Mm-hmm. But. It's what nothing's changing there, and you're right, Matt. That that's the that's the one to look at, then, isn't it? Oh, this is how you get away with it, or this is how you avoid it being yeah. in the news. Every and, that, day and that's for, what's so frustrating forever. about the Ubisoft situation is that yeah, there was an opportunity there to show people how these things could be handled, and all they did all they did was teach everyone else that actually you can just keep your head down, <laughs> and everyone will forget yep. and move on. It's uh-huh. yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, it sucks. Um, I mean, with that in mind, though, and without wanting, you know, trying to separate the art from the artist and everything, mm. which not the healthiest thing to do, <laughs> obviously. But the the game trailer was unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? It, re- it really surprised me by how good that game looked. Joe, I've still not watched um, it. I think I was too annoyed because uh, every time someone linked it, uh, linked me to it, it was them going, "Ah, have you seen this?" Because <laughs> uh, oh, right, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. people winding you Which, up about you know, prediction. and not just on the first day. Uh, it was a good sort of three, four days later. I was still getting tweets about it. So thanks, everyone. <laughs> but, yeah. What 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 kills me is that like ah, uh, it, it's soured. Like I've not watched it since reading that article. Mm-hmm. And is that soured it for me? Well, well, this is and it, and this is what sucks. And you know, the answer is yes, really. Yeah, like yeah, and we've said this before, because you want to mm-hmm. still be able to just celebrate the hard work that has been done, and the you know, dozens and dozens of incredibly skilled people who've put yeah. loads into this to make it really good. It's just how do you yeah. do that whilst also not supporting the people who've put those same people through really shitty times 
to get it done. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's bollocks. It's really tough, isn't mm. it? It is. It's really tough. Okay. Well, well, I've got a question about this. I saw a trailer for it. looked fantastic. There's, I can't find anywhere, so I assume not. Does not there's co-op in this? Have the previous ones all had co-op? In? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's been yeah, a huge thing. Yeah. thing like co-op. You must have co-op, but surely. There's been no, no mention of co-op at all in any of the things I've read. I seeked, I searched for it. I was like, there's just no mention of it. I couldn't find how many players it's got. There's nothing about co-op in the trailer. No, there must be. There's no way they'd release this without co-op because the whole, the whole foundation of those games has always been co-op. I've yeah. also, but every piece I read, no, not one single one mentioned co-op or anything. It sounds like they've made it quite a bit more complicated as well. Yeah. Um, oh god, yeah. I mean, they this was always going to be a departure from the usual Lego Lego games, yeah, wasn't it? Suppose, yeah. They they said that from day one, basically. Uh-huh. And just watching that trailer, you could see actually, it looks very varied. There's you know loads of different settings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be set like places that the levels are set, not that you could put inverted controls on or anything. Like that's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's that's a different thing. Um, uh, it looks wonderful. It's just it's just such a shit. To find out that oh this is going on, I, I'm I, I'm really you know I, I'm torn over that shit. The Awful. Polygon report is definitely worth reading. It's, it is. It's, it's well put together. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Is that it for the news? That's it. But I've got some fantasies on. Oh my god. Here we go. Sean, yeah. Matt, yeah. would you like to get in this purple helicopter? Oh my god. Yes, I would. And I'd love nothing more. It's made of chocolate. Can I eat it as we fly? No, because we'll fall out. I'll just no. But I'll just eat the non-essential la- bits. <laughs> when we land, uh, you can you can eat it, Sean. Okay, don't worry about yeah, it. But then how when, do we get when it lands, you can eat it. <laughs> well, uh, who wants to go home <laughs> when <laughs> you've that. been <laughs> to Farley's Fantasy Zone? Look at that. His helicopter Millwall tastes like top of arse. the Premier League. Chocolate. <laughs> 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 Save me a propeller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it smells. Look, there's giraffes everywhere. I love okay. it. Right, what, <laughs> what, James, what's going on in your fantasy zone today? I've only got one story, and it's it's kind of ridiculous. Um, Do you know, do you all know Jez Corden? Mm. I mean, yes, not of course. Yeah. Well, apparently, Who's James. It's nice. No, it's not no relation. I hope. Who's Jez Corden then? Who's Jez Corden? He he writes for a Windows gaming website. He's, yeah. Okay. Journalist. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he has heard. <laughs> James, this is Journalist. your story. You should probably know who the man is. <laughs> I oh, know. Well, that's why I was asking you if you knew who he was. Because right. I was like, you, you were going to fill in the, in yeah. the blanks. Okay. <laughs> Not for me, but for the listeners. Exactly. Can you explain who this person is? Conversation. Yeah. Anyway, he yeah. has heard that Apple is poaching Xbox engineers to make its own console. Right. Oh, for fuck's sake, this is a recycled story. We've had, how many times have we heard this? Not on the fantasy first zone. Time you in the fantasy zone. <laughs> no, oh, that's true. It's not official. It is until the first the time on the fantasy zone, and the last time, hopefully. I don't know if this is a fantasy, though, is it? No one's fantasizing about that. More like a nightmare, surely. I, I mm. don't I don't think anyone wants this. I no. certainly wouldn't want this. It'd be, <laughs> I, I well, like they... Apple stuff, but I wouldn't want this. No. this is... I mean, after it's, no. just, it's because of the history of the fucking thing, right? Yeah. Like, 
I mean, you know what they'll do. Every time they've approached gaming, it's been ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know, it's man. It's really half-assed, and they always they always come out with something which looks reasonably interesting, and they just don't bother doing anything with it. Yeah. It's usually the thing. <laughs> do, you know? the, the big rumor, which is, I still can't believe they they were pushing Apple TV, which you know, uh, anecdotally, Apple TV boxes they weren't the most successful product that Apple ever brought out. Um, and they the one year they were going, no, we're going to bring the app store and like gaming mm-hmm. to these apples. So not only is it Apple TV, it's also a gaming console. And I was thinking you get control on that. You could download these smaller games. They're not like big games or whatever, but just having it the way that it is at that price, that seems perfect. And then when they announced it, you played all the games with your remote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, what I the mean, there, fuck? There is controller support Sky in as the well, but early it's, 2000s. Yeah, there is, there is like, Controller support, but it's rubbish, and yeah, you can get Apple it, Arcade though, on there as well. But the the trouble with it is that also, like Apple TV, if you look at like the App Store on there, it has like the apps that are available haven't changed. I don't think for since it launched, it's it's still the same stuff. And the only stuff that is on there that yeah. is probably worth looking at is is Apple Arcade. But then that seems to have kind of not died, but it seems oh, it's to have, fucking it's, awful. It's, yeah, have you seen, have you seen, is have you seen it, this week's is big it release? Just, is it all they've done is they've just changed it so that they just have. Like those free to play games yep. that are like, but without the adverts in. There's basically that, yeah. So there's a few. There's still a few original ones. I mean, looking at the current list of you know latest releases. So this week, uh, I know you're all really excited about this one. It's Nickelodeon Extreme Tennis uh, dropped this week. That's a big one. Uh, we then had how extreme is it? Does fucking Hey Arnold just uh, Hey Arnold is in it every time he hits the he ball? He is in it, and I might play yeah. it for that reason alone. What are the people from the Loud House? Are they in it? <laughs> No idea. Mind you, they can't. They can't do iCarly, can they? Because Microsoft owned that. Ah, damn. So, yep. yeah. Well, what's the yeah. point? Yeah. Uh, so then all we've that, got all that right. We've got Crashlands Plus, which is a premium version of Crashlands. This is all right. It's a good game, but it's, again, it's not. You know, this isn't exclusive. Really, you've then got Hearts and Spades Plus, uh, <laughs> Disney Melee Mania, Splitter Critters Plus, Oddmar Plus. Dandara Trials of Fear plus all these plus ones are just yeah they're just Apple arcade versions of existing games and that's that's mostly what it is now. And the complaint I've always heard about those is that they're those free to play games that with timers and everything on them, mm. which still have timers and stuff on them. Oh, do they? I've not you played any that money. still have timers on. <laughs> and it's and not really. <laughs> but you don't have to play money. You don't have to pay any is money like to when... like speed it up and stuff. But then the is trouble it like is, when is... you go to. Is it like when you go to an arcade and it's on, it's free, on free play? play. Yeah, basically, yeah. First of all, you think, oh, brilliant, but then you actually kind of think, oh, actually, this takes the edge off. But the trouble is also is those games have been designed to extract money, like as much money as possible out of you as you're playing them. So if you remove that mechanic, it doesn't work. doesn't really work, yeah. I mean, because what, what really kills me yeah. as well, like, so looking at like the top 10, um, you know, Apple Arcade games, it's like, okay, so obviously there's going to be like a recency bias here. It's mostly... Um, you know these like newer, you know games that are just free versions of of existing games. But then, despite that, at like four and five in the charts, you've still got like uh, Sneaky Sasquatch and Mini Motorways, which were really cool original games from quite a while back. So those games are actually yeah. still doing well, despite the fact that they've been around for ages, and then you know they're not really part of this new direction that it's gone in. So it's yeah, it's just depressing as fuck. There was so much cool stuff on Apple Arcade. And there still is, you know, if you've 
if you just got your first iPad or iPhone or whatever, like, do still have a look at Apple Arcade. It's just you're gonna have to do some digging yeah, to I mean, find the good stuff. You usually get three months for free or something. Oh, do you? So oh, well, you might I mean, well that's, that's enough probably to check out all the good stuff and then probably. Yeah, I think you're right. Leave it. Yeah. Weird, isn't it? Yep. Okay. Oh, li- listen. While we're still in Farley's Fantasy mm. Zone, we should talk about the developing stories, shouldn't we? This week with Farley's Fantasy Zone. Oh my God. Yeah. The Quasar. The quite it was Laser Quest. <laughs> uh, there's always been a battle over that mm. Quasar versus Laser Quest. <laughs> I thought it was a North South thing, but it turns out it isn't because I know plenty of people from the South that call it Quasar. So, yeah, I think we've like, had access to both up here. Why are you calling it that? It's Laser Quest. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it is Laser Quest, isn't it? Um, the one in Sheffield that no, we mentioned. I don't know if it oh, is. God. I mean, Quasar Sheffield followed us on Twitter. Non-specific. Is it, is it Quasar laser-based laser combat? I thought it was arena I combat. Wasn't it I combat? That's something else. It that's like I a combat. specific type no, of laser. I think, no, I think this is I combat because it was in the pictures that I was. No, saying. that's I combat is Look. like a separate type of laser quest. I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, we'll we'll work out all the details later. But we mentioned on a show recently. That there was a laser quest slash quasar slash eye combat in Sheffield that um, played the Farley's Fantasy Zone jingle <laughs> out on the speakers while people were playing. Right, a, a listener had emailed in and said I was in there in Sheffield and they played that and it was really weird. Well, the manager of that establishment got in touch with us this <laughs> week and suggested that we do a massive meet up at that venue, and I think it might be happening. So, the first thing we need to do is gauge interest. So, if we were to organise a laser quest, they also have mini golf, <laughs> which is great. And escape rooms. There's a game in and escape rooms. There's a game in bar downstairs. If we were to organise a day there, including a live recording of the podcast, in <laughs> it was this is this really like when I was looking at this and getting excited about it, Joe turned around and went, "You're 37 years of age, right?" And I, I kind of thought, "Oh yeah, that, that is." <laughs> but still, right, I don't care. But when when I said, "Oh, but we could do a live show in the in the birthday party room," right, <laughs> <laughs> right, I kind of thought, "Oh shit!" But then I also thought, "This is sounds like the greatest event of all yeah. time." If we were to do that in Sheffield, would you be interested? Tweet us at TCGS Co. That's right, isn't it, Matt? That's the one. Yep. Let us know if you'd be interested because if we get a number, like a fair number of people, we could organise this because there's a hotel right near, there's a fucking um, Miller and Carter right around the corner. So, you know, dinner's sorted. I just I imagine that as a day out, like all of us, us four, plus a bunch of listeners playing mini golf, laser quest, possibly a, uh, a an escape yeah. room, going to a gaming bar afterwards and eating steak. <laughs> like that just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. And uh, like, so obviously I'll be traveling from London, right? And I was looking at the trains. It was like a hundred quid. And I was like, oh, that's going to be a, a sting, that one. I looked at a Megabus. It was £9.99 <laughs> to get up there. So I think I'll be getting on one of those big buses with a big scary face painted on the side of it. Nine ninety nine? Yes, please. <laughs> I'll take two. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I don't know. That, that might actually happen. 
Um, and also, as proof, we were sent a video of some kids playing Laser Quest slash Quasar. <laughs> And uh, James's Farley's Fantasy Zone jingle was playing over the speakers at the same time. It was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. <laughs> um, I suggest we all get together and do that. What do you think? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. The, the video of that is actually in our Discord, so um, anyone can see Are that. Are we allowed to tweet it? I don't see we why not. Maybe maybe I'll tweet just it. don't identify anyone in it, if that's what you... No, I know, but I know we should check just in yeah. case. But I, 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 honestly, this, this, is, this sounds like the greatest day of all time. <laughs> And again, I'm heading towards my 40s. I hope we're in there. I hope our live podcast is just after a birthday party is winding down. Do you know what I mean? Like a bunch of like a five-year-old's birthday party is winding down and we're standing next to them with like our microphones going, yeah, you only booked the room till two. We're doing a live <laughs> recording now. Um, I'm about to do a feedback like section. face because we've been playing Laser Quest for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Just just take your cake and go. Like, just go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to do this, man. It sounds too good. Right, okay, so that's in the works as well. Um, should we get to what you've been playing this week? Yes. Mm. I'm going to surprise you, James. I'm going to surprise you, mate. I'm going to ask Sean to go first. How about that? Okay. How about that? Did that last week, but okay. Did we? Did you go first last week, Sean? I gen- no, I Matt don't did, remember. but he didn't play anything, so we moved on to Sean. <laughs> well, Sean, what have you been playing last week, man? Um, so this is one I played over Christmas and didn't mention last week. Um, so this is only going to be a, a brief one. Uh, I played The Gunk, um, which... I also played The oh, Gunk you? over Christmas. I didn't finish it. What yeah. is no. The Gunk? The Gunk is... Um, it's the one from, you know, Image and Form, we do all the SteamWorld games. Um, so SteamWorld Dig and um, and Quest and, and all them, which are really good. Um, but this was, as soon as we saw trailers for this, it was like, oh, this is like a huge departure. For one thing, it's not a SteamWorld game. It's also 3D, which none of their previous games have been. Um, and, you know, th- this was sort of quite prominent in like one of the sort of Microsoft showcases. So this is a, a day one Game Pass um, thing. And it's a game where, so it's, yeah, it's like third person uh 3d game where it was, i mean i was gonna say action games not really a lot of action it's mostly exploration and zero like, action basically game, you have yeah. this thing on your hand that's like a vacuum and you've landed on this alien planet and you found that it's it's covered in this titular gunk um which yeah, you're actively looking for a new type of fuel yeah. aren't you and, and um, this gunk that's is how you of, make your money it's either in your way or it's like you think it might actively be sort of leaching um from this this power source that you're looking for um and like that's kind of it. It's just lots of like you know quite nice sort of little traversal puzzles. There'll be sections like there's a lot of sort of like pulling plants out of the ground, right? And it's like some of them are like explosives. Then you like picking one up from one place and then lobbing it at like a obviously destructible wall elsewhere. Um, I mean, maybe it gets much more complicated later on. I found it all sort of fairly simplistic. But I did have a nice time with it because I thought it was just beautiful. Um, so, what does the gunk do though? Does it like not a lot? Just attack you or think, whatever. Think, um, think the uh, goo in Mario Sunshine, but instead of do you, instead of washing it away, yeah, you, you are it suck it up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then what do you do with it? Is it just gone then, or is it it's just gone? Use it for anything out of your way. And once you clear a whole area of gunk, then the whole area suddenly it's a little bit like flower, right? Yeah. Where you complete an area and everything sprouts up and then becomes beautiful mm. or whatever. So is this like a polluting uh, thing, not the gunk? Yes. 
yes, is very much a commentary on pollution. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't know, it, it was just interesting because it's it's a sort of inversion of what uh, the developer normally do, right? Because normally they do games that like systems-wise are sort of really intricate and dense, um, but sort of visually... I mean, you know, they're, they're all good-looking games, but, you know, they're, they're all, like, of a certain style and they're all 2D, whereas this is, you know, clearly cost quite a bit more money. I think it looks beautiful. I think the soundtrack's gorgeous. The There's, like, you know, sort of bits of chatter between, you know, yourself and your partner who lives on the, the ship that you, you landed in. Um, and, like, I thought that was all, you know, pretty entertaining, genuinely quite funny at times. But gameplay-wise, yeah. very little to it. I mean, it's, you know, on purpose, I think yeah. it's supposed to be quite chill, I think. Um, I mean, how did you find so it? So there's not really, like, a threat then? Like, it's not... Not really, there's a few bits. Under no, there are enemies yeah. There are enemies in there, but you don't really take them out, like, in seconds. Yeah. It's not, you know, I, you never feel like you could die. It feels like if the enemies... I didn't get hit by any enemies, but if I did, it felt like it would just turn your screen red for a little bit. Yeah. And then that would yeah, be it. Pretty much. Um, I felt like it needed something mm. more to keep me mm. going. If I'm mm. honest, I played played about an hour, an hour and a half yeah. of it, and um, I said this is okay, but it needs something here. And I think, you know, it's funny because this week I, I haven't got it on my list, but this week I've been playing a lot of Luigi's Mansion too, oh, yeah. because Harry picked up Luigi's Mansion uh, Lego, mm. and Charlie was like, I want to see some Luigi's Mansion then, <laughs> so we've been playing that, and uh, the the. The core element of playing that game, beyond the beautiful animation, all the extra stuff that it does, like sucking things up in that game with your vacuum feels incredible. Yeah. And that's largely down to how it feels when you're when there's a big, huge pile of money and then you're <laughs> sucking it up in your vacuum yeah. cleaner. It feels amazing, mm-hmm. right? Or if you suddenly get a bit of curtain caught up in your vacuum cleaner and you rip it off the wall, all that stuff feels mm. great. Whereas this... Actually, hoovering up the gunk just feels like it could be anything. It's a bit of a you chore could be at doing times. anything. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel, and you're like, okay, well, where's that last bit of gunk? There it is. <gasps> Got it. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. done. Like, there's no satisfaction in the actual game no. playing. So that's one thing. Secondly, it looks nice, but it doesn't look incredible enough to make me go, I want to see what the next area looks like. It's quite at no point was yeah. I thinking it's quite samey. I, I want to see this next area. Yeah, very samey. <clears throat> And, you know, I think, you know, when the, you know, take Flower, yeah, which is a game that I referenced earlier, when everything sprouts up in Flower, there's a genuine like, whoa. And I'm pretty sure if you went back and played that now, you'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, but at the time it was like, whoa, this it was a proper rush, is really wasn't it? beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas here it's kind of like, yeah, things look nicer. Yeah. Um. And and the puzzles weren't puzzling enough, mm. and the uh, the action, the combat wasn't combating enough, and the script wasn't um, of a high standard enough. You know, there were standout moments mm. where you go, "Oh, I get this, and this works," and that was a really good mm. line. But then there's a lot of back and forth where you're going, "Well, this feels kind of irrelevant and not very yeah. interesting to listen to." So, mm. um, it failed getting its hooks in me and it was one of those games that I didn't mean to stop playing I didn't say right that's it I'm done with that I just forgot I was playing yeah, it's it very easily you know, sort and of usurped by basically anything else isn't it like, <laughs> yeah, how long is it looked, then what sort of length I, is it I think it's only four to five hours mm. isn't it it's not a long mm. game mm-hmm. um, 
But I, I, I remember looking at my games and apps and seeing the gunk on there and going, oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I started playing that. I got about an hour and a half in <laughs> and then why didn't I go back to it? And I guess that's it. Yeah. It's, there's, and, and it's weird. It because just like, does nothing. I, it never excels in anything. Yeah, like, I, and like, I would really recommend giving it a look. Um, but just, yeah, just prepare to get an hour or two in and probably feel a little bit done with it. I don't know. Yeah. A, 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 another game that really reminded me of is Concrete Genie, oh, yeah. right? Oh, okay. um, Concrete Genie was like a B-tier mm. game that had some noticeable, um, uh, some, some really good ideas here and there. But the thing with Concrete Genie is that by the end of doing what you were doing, things looked stunning. Mm. So although the gameplay wasn't up to scratch, although the script was a little bit weak, although some of the animation was a little bit janky, uh, the hook was look how fucking good this looks when you've painted the whole area. That, and l- that game look at it. was so close to being really good. Like, <laughs> it could have been... I, I mean, yeah. I really liked it, but it's one of those games that you go, well, it's not on my game of the year list, and it's yeah. not a game that I'm tweeting about saying everyone has to mm. play. It could have been that, with maybe a little bit more time, maybe a bigger budget or whatever, but it wasn't that, right? Mm. And I totally agree with you, James. This sits beneath that I think oh. where there are likeable elements of it but not enough to make me go oh I'm playing the gunk I can't wait to play that <laughs> gunk I heard a lot of people kind of refer like refer to this as if it was like a 360 game and it looks like it and sounds like it and not in terms of oh graphically it's 360 quality graphics no, but yeah. it's just one of those types of games where there was loads of them at that point mm. and it's it does nah, a lot of I think, I think okay that's harsh. nothing more yeah I think that's too damning because uh, you know, it, it, uh, a three sixty game a throwback? to me, nah, I wouldn't say it's a throwback. Would you? Sean? Um, in terms of the traversal and stuff, like it's very like you know, you're walking around. Oh, there is obviously a vine there for me to climb. Do you know what I mean? Like it's very sort yeah, but of, those games still yeah, exist, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Like you know, uh, like you look at say Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. There is very much a item that you use, or you send a specific person to cut those wires or but then smash that. That felt thing. Even in Guardians of the Galaxy, that those bits felt a little bit regressive. I thought, like really. But then, but do. then, if, they were, if it wasn't so obvious, it would just be annoying, wouldn't it? So, I guess when I think of three sixty game, I have a very distinct look and feel in my mm. head, and I don't think it regresses that far back. No. But um, it certainly got a very basic progression system yeah. in it. Um, and that I, I think would be fine. That's it. Everything would be fine if it had something to really, you know, stand it, stand out yeah. with, but it, it, it doesn't have yeah, that. It's a collection um, of quite so, good elements and some not great elements. And yeah, <laughs> it's a weird one. It's a really yeah. weird one. It's a weird one. It is a weird yeah. one. Um, what, what else I've you also got? played Windjammers 2. We were very, very excited about this one. I was one, very you, excited about this one. Um, so, I mean, I've, I've played a bit of it on Switch. Uh, this has also come out on Game Pass. Um, this is obviously the sequel to Windjammers, the arcade game from... I can't remember. I'm going to say early 90s, um, which is, you know, it's essentially a, you know, sports-esque game. It's It's two people lobbing a frisbee at each other um trying to you know like it's pong basically isn't it it's fucking pong that's what it is um, but it's with people actually throwing a frisbee at each other trying to hit the area behind each other and score points um but the but you know 
the original was very simple but actually quite deep when you get into it and it's you know it, it encourages a lot of the same terminology and sort of thought processes as fighting games right um like you know you're looking at guides on how to play it and it's all you know fucking cancels and negative edges and all that shit um and i and i always really liked the original because it's as I say, it sort of encourages that sort of thought and that sort of, you know, the, the joy of playing against other people um, and sort of that feeling of being quite evenly matched with someone else and, you know, getting a decent rally going. It just feels good. Um, but without some of the, you know, like, you know what some fighting game people are like, acting like they've actually learned a martial art or something, to sort of avoids all that, I find. Oh, they like that? Yeah. <laughs> we know a few, don't we, Dave? Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I was really excited that they were doing a new one, but obviously it's been a long time. Obviously, you know this is nowhere near like you know it's not the original developers doing it. This has uh, come from .mu, um, and I am pleased to say they've done a fucking fantastic job. Uh, it's really good. Um, they've like they've added things, but without overcomplicating it. Um, so they've added like a couple of extra moves. So you could always either like throw the disc normally or you could lob it. Um, so they've added more of like an aerial game to it now. So as well, like, you know, when someone lobs the disc, you can sort of position yourself where it's going to land and catch it that way. Whereas now uh, in Windjammers 2, you can also jump and grab it and then do like a downwards slam, um, stuff like that. There's like, look, there's new um, sort of arenas to play in. Like generally speaking, most of the arenas are like, you know the sort of the scoring zone behind each player there'll be like a five point zone in the middle and then a three point zone top and bottom um although it varies a bit by the arenas and then you know certain arenas there'll be like obstacles in the middle that you can sort of you know smash the the disc against to sort of like it's all about trying to find weird angles right to send the disc and and try and sort of confuse your opponent into you know dashing the wrong way or you know trying to fuck up their ability to predict where the disc is going to go so they can intercept it um but then there's also like a casino arena, which is like um, basically rather than having like specific scoring zones, it's just every time a new disc comes out, like every every round, um, it's got a, like it's a little like poker chip and it's got a different points value on it. So like you might have one rally where it's like, well, it's only a one point or I don't really not really that bothered. And then sometimes there'll be like an eight point one and you need 15 points to win a win a set. Um, so, I mean, you know, that'll never You'll never see that at tournament level. I imagine that'll be outlawed, but it's fucking good fun. Um, visually, it's gorgeous. They've gone for, I mean, obviously, you know, the original was like, you know, an older arcade game. So it's like, how do you update that without just sort of ruining it? Um, and they've, yeah, they've just gone fully in on like a, like a, just a really clean, vibrant sort of Saturday morning cartoon style. Um, I think it works really well. Um, couple of complaints the like you know like you know for for all I'll I'll make fun of fighting games like the fighting game genre has made great strides in terms of like trying to get people involved right there's like the tutorials are like a you know a million miles better than they used to be um you know online play has become a big thing you know like street fight allows you to have like a lobby with like a bunch of people in it and then you're all you know sort of take it in turns to fight each other um this has none of that Right, this is very much like right. you know you're playing it. You're like, oh, this is an arcade game that happens to have online play, but then the online play is very much you know there's you know there's uh, ranked mode, um, 
uh, friendly mode and then you can play with friends but it's literally just you invite one friend in and you play against each other until you decide not to anymore there's no way to just like right well there's six of us let's all get in the same room and do winner stays on you know because that's what we used to do like with the arcade i say used to not like back in the day i'm talking like two three years ago but um like yeah Mm -hmm. we just you know like a loading bar or whatever we just put wind jammers on and just do winner stays on all evening and it was really good so it's a real shame that that you know that's not in the game and and not to be you know like oh why don't you just add this one thing that I want, um, you know, not not to be that guy, <laughs> yeah. but you sort of think like, well, the net code is absolutely spot on, right? And you would think that would be the hard bit to get right. Um, so yeah, I mean, if they can get a lobby mode in further down the line, that would be amazing. And yeah, the tutorials are basically non-existent. The, the, the tutorial is like, these are the buttons. And even they're not explained particularly well. Obviously, this being the sort of game it is, the community is already you know picking that up and people are doing like really comprehensive tutorials there's a really good twitter thread um on you know some of the not even the finer points of it just like look here's the basic things you sort of need to learn about like positioning and stuff and the way that like supers work and stuff like that um you know bad habits that new players get into you should try and get out of um but you know what I mean? That all that stuff all could have been in the game because it's clearly well designed enough that you know the developers like knew all this stuff they just haven't explained any of it in the game which is a shame i but think i think the um is that on purpose stuff you, i mean it might be because again in, it very much feels in the spirit of like you know, to how let people all, explore you know yeah and like and how in the spirit of like how arcade games were like yeah you would get a you know a button guide like here's what the buttons do and that's it like the rest was for the community to figure out but, well i think if i'm being generous i would say that they've looked at say rocket mm. league and that's exactly how the community was built initially. Yeah. It was all YouTube videos, YouTubers mm-hmm. saying, here's how you play Rocket mm-hmm. League. They're, like These are the important things. Here's, you know, there was a massive YouTube community built up around yeah. that. Like, Sunless Khan doing his videos mm-hmm. and stuff. And so there is a benefit to that, not having that in the game. Um, especially for this type of game, yeah. where, where it's like, actually, things seem quite simple to start with. But there's a skill, you know. The, there's the skill ceiling's mm-hmm. high, so you need to go and discover how you're supposed to really play yeah. this game. So, like, I kind of get that, and that's being generous and saying they've considered that, and not just left it out. It's, yeah, I mean, it's which, definitely an intentional you know, decision. Um, I just, yeah, yeah I wonder um, if it. But pops the other up stuff isn't people. right. So mm-hmm. the way, because I mean, if we're sticking with the Rocket League comparison, mm-hmm. Rocket League, very much from the first, from day one had the basics of how people want to play that game online down. Mm -hmm. You know, that was instantly, yes, if I'm playing with my mates, I want to be in a party and I want to stick Mm. together and I want to be able to access games over and over and Mm -hmm. over again. Um, Or if I want to do just games with my mates, that's an option as well. Um, So if if they've failed at that side of things, you can only hope that they're going to learn that lesson and improve it. Do you think they will, though? Like, is this big enough for them to keep on... You know, like well, it depends, it. doesn't it? I think they've given themselves a good shout by putting it on Game Pass. I yeah, think. I think that'll definitely help. That then goes from, yeah, like that goes from, do I really want to buy this game? To like, it was again Rocket League. The what the major success of that was putting it on um, PlayStation mm. Plus. Yeah, because everyone had an uh, everyone had a PS4. No one had anything to play on it because it was quite early mm. on. 
and all of a sudden there's a uh, there's a car football game on there. Brilliant. <laughs> I know, but the difference um, now is is there's loads of choice. I mean, look at remember what happened with that dodgeball game. You know, it's like that came out. Was, was that on Game Pass? That's as well? true. That's true. It was on EA Access. I think. Mm. There was a ten. No, I think there was a ten hour trial on it. Wasn't oh, that's there? Right. I think I can't remember. No, it was, yeah, it was, no, just, it was on Game. It just um, seems now it's, it's other platforms. It's, there was a, yeah, a short trial. It just seems now it's harder and harder to like launch things like this. I think, even mm-hmm. though you've got, I mean, with this you've got name recognition, mm-hmm. you know, like with like a group of people or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then it's still really difficult, I think, to build a still community. Still a very small audience, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, compared to yeah, it's true. But yeah, I mean, that fingers is crossed, it gets enough traction for yeah that that sort of ongoing support to be worth it. I mean, don't get me wrong, like yeah, if you you know if you played and enjoyed the original and you have a situation where you can play it with other people in real life, like, yeah, fucking, you've got to check this out. It's so good. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just a shame that it's never going to be one of those where, like, yeah, like a bunch of us will have an evening on it online because there's just no no facility to do that. I mean, I suppose you could all just sit in a chat party and then, like, one person quits and then invites someone else, but it's a faff, isn't it? Um, uh it's a shame. It is a shame. I think, but so yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. That's that's something they can add later on. Um, I'll rejig my next two because I know Matt, you've played one of these. So I'll quickly do real VR fishing. Which is this an Oculus game? This is a yeah. It's a sorry. It's a Meta game. James, come on. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I thought it was. I thought it was Oculus by Meta. I've no or is idea. It, not? it seems to vary. So. <laughs> no, the headset. It's, it's called MetaQuest. Yeah. Now. Oh, sorry, MetaQuest. That's it. But then, yeah. but then I have just been given uh, a, a discount code by the store, which is Oculus Thirty, to get thirty percent off my next purchase. <laughs> so hey ho. Um, yeah, real VR fishing. I mean, yeah, it does exactly what it says on the tin. It's a fishing <laughs> game. You can play it online with your mates. It's yet another one of these where, like, it's like walkabout mini golf, which which is amazing, but like. The game itself is almost by the by. It's it's just how it facilitates you having a nice time with your friends. Sure. Yep. Do you sit that in a boat? So good. You to can. Me. Sit. Do you sit in a boat? There are yes, there are areas where you sit in a boat and you look left. Can and you right. navigate? Oh, that boat. You can't you navigate the boat. It's very much you just sat in one place, and if you look left and right, That's all strange. your mates are in their own little boats. Can we stream this? Yeah, we could all play this, surely. Yeah, man, hundred percent. How many players is it? Uh, I mean, we've done up to four. I don't know if it goes higher than that. Oh, my God. Let's yes, do please. this. It's fucking meant. Let's honestly, do this. It's, it's, How much is it? Uh, it's like 14 quid, I think. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> is it on Game Pass? No, sorry. <laughs> no, let's do this. Can you imagine the four of us going yeah, out man. fishing? That'd be brilliant. We absolutely do it. They wouldn't. It'd be really boring, but yeah, I'm sure we can no, make it, it fun. No, it Honestly, it's, oh, it was great. Man. Like We had such a nice time. Just Does it work on the old ones? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> well, let me was have this, a look. Go was on, this one of those it. games that Mark Zuckerberg got really excited about? Probably. That got him through lockdown. This sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he works on the original Quest, David. Oh, it does. Oh, here we yeah, go. Mate, let's do it. Matt, you, you work in that field. You could get me something, can't you? Just blag in there. <laughs> just hook us up. Yeah, it's fine. Sort us out. Go on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As I say, it's just a good fishing game. And you chat okay, with your we'll mate. You can also we'll um, bring up like a little web browser window just in your field of view, so you can just. Oh man, we could have like a proper forty to fifty years old day out. <laughs> we could go fishing during the day and then play poker in the evening. <laughs> Bit of mini golf. How good does that oh, man, sound? It's got, it's got sharks in it. Yeah, man. I think we should play this. Really should. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't, well, good. Well, if James is in. Um, <laughs> James has suggested it I want now. to pull a shark out <laughs> of the water. I mean, this game really knows itself. <laughs> I thought you going to say you want to pull a shark <laughs> off then. Go on. Yeah, I think that's in the DLC. Um, this game really knows itself. It says, like, in, in on the quest store, it says, watch YouTube, listen to music, or podcasts in-game while fishing and never be bored. <laughs> Which is to suggest realizes, come yeah, on, the game is boring. It's about the other stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Okay, that yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. All right, okay, put that on the put on the on the stream cool. list. Uh, what so the main one I've been playing is Nobody Saves the World, which is uh, came out on Game Pass. It's probably out on other things. So I know this has been yet another Game Pass loving. It's just that when you do a podcast, it's a very good source of, of things to talk about <laughs> for content. <laughs> I'll say this: I did, I've never heard of this, and I've just googled it. It's another, and there's a headline. That says nobody saves the world succeeds where Balan Wonderworld <laughs> fails. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this this is another this is Drinkbox, isn't it? That did Guacamelee, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Guacamelee devs. Um, I mean, it's a very different game to that. This is like a top-down sort of action RPG. Um, yeah, you know, running around. There's like an overworld where you're sort of talking to characters, getting quests and stuff, and then there are dungeons that you go into, which are sort of a bit randomized. Um and yeah, you know, killing enemies, fight a boss, get some loot, level up, like all fairly standard stuff. Um, but you, uh, you're a, like a shapeshifter, right? You, you're this guy, you are nobody, capital N, nobody, um, who's just this sort of little white guy, um, with like no eyes, and he looks a bit weird. Um, and he gets a magic wand and can transform into other forms. And like the first one, he can transform into is a rat. And you caught, and you sort of think, oh well, this is kind of shit, but whatever. I guess I'll work my way up. And then you unlock, you know, like a like a warrior and a ranger, and you're like, okay, this is pretty standard fantasy stuff. Like, you know, I know what I'm doing. And then you get like a slug and a ghost and, and a horse, and all like and a like a fucking a turtle, and all these other forms. Which initially, every like almost every single form you unlock, it, it pulls this great sort of tiny little arc with every single form you unlock that every time you choose a new one you're like this is shit why would i use this over my favorites it's clearly bollocks oh i've got a magician you can kind of like hold cards out and that damages people a bit this is this is wank and then about 10 minutes later you've leveled them up a bit and you've got you know more of their abilities and you're just like i don't want to play as anyone else ever again i want to be the turtle for the rest of the fucking game i want to be the egg you can be an egg and you can, and like, and it gets more abilities, and you're like, man, the, the egg's fucking brilliant. The egg's overpowered as fuck. Um, and then you get a bit further in, and you can start taking abilities from one form to another. So, say, so like the slug has one ability, for example, where it can sort of slide around and like leave this massive slug trail everywhere it goes that slows enemies down. So you mm-hmm. can give that to the warrior as well. So you can, the warrior can sort of slide around and leave the trail of shit everywhere and then just go around picking off enemies because they're slowed downloads. Or you can have, like, you know, you can sort of start assembling sort of really cool combinations of... So say you've got... Yeah, so say, like, the slug trail one. And then you could get, like, an ability from another class that's, like, oh, you know, uh, you deal, like, more critical... or more damage on critical hits when you hit an enemy that's, you know, got a status effect applied to it. And then you might get an ability from another class that's like, oh, when you, you know, when you land a critical hit, like, you know, there's like a 30% of the damage you dealt also heals you. 
and you, you're piecing together like these sort of nice little combinations from different forms um to you know that sort of create these synergies and and allow you to do stuff that's like a you know a few levels above what you're supposed to be able to do and it's interesting as fuck i really love it um i mean matt you've been playing it as well have you been getting on with it yeah i'm only about two or three hours in so Mm -hmm. don't think i've I've, i'm not as far as you i've basically got to the horse Mm -hmm. form Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've been mean, trying to find something to play recently, and mm-hmm. I haven't really been found anything. But and I obviously loved Guacamelee One and Two. Mm-hmm. I know this is a totally different style of game, but mm-hmm. I wanted to give it a go, and uh, it's it's been a perfect game to play because it's just immensely satisfying. Like combat's immensely satisfying. There's you're unlocking things. It feels like every like five minutes maximum, really. Mm-hmm. So you always either on the way to finishing a quest and you have tons and tons and tons of quests at any one, any one time and they could be you know if you're the archer it's like uh, kill like 10 or 15 enemies with a charged up bow mm. uh, uh, or or, um, or you can have I mean I think I've up to like say 15 quests at any one time they're based on the various different classes various different forms and so you're never more than a few minutes away from actually completing something. The combat is fun. It's not challenging yet, um, and it's it's satisfying, and it's just kind of the, the perfect kind of comfort game mm. for me at the moment. I'm not too concerned with the story. It seems fine. Mm. It, it, it's a gorgeous looking game. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's still got that same kind of graphical style that looks so good in Guacamelee, but like they really amp the detail up mm. and. Like the colors really, really, really pop. So yeah, the, the 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 visuals are really, really, really nice. And it's just, it's just an immensely comforting, satisfying game to play. Without, it's not really challenging me in any of the ways, story wise or, or combat wise. But I'm fine with that. And uh, I've completed some um, some challenges, some quests. I've got a new form. Learn that, play that. Now loving that. And then oh wow, five minutes later or ten minutes later, I've got another form. And uh, yeah, the way it kind of keeps keeps rewarding you every few minutes or so mm. is uh, enough to just keep you playing and playing. And so I'm really, really enjoying it so far. Is cool. can I just ask? Is is like the whole game combat based basically, or is there any sort of like puzzly kind of elements to this, or is that is the challenge mostly, or the the quest? Is it mostly all just combat based? It's pretty much just combat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've done a few Excellent. dungeons where the, where it's like you know, here is a locked gate go and find the key but of course yeah you just fight some guys and then you find a key and then that's that's it excellent um, so i suppose it's and- ones like like you bump you find these like fairies and it's like hey your quest now is to find 15 of these fairies around oh, the yeah, overworld yeah. or maybe in, in inside dungeons as well but no pretty much every quest and you might have like five or ten on your screen or in your list of quests and then you'll complete them and then they'll be like okay level two ones for the archer level three ones for the archer or kill another 50 another mm. 100 and so you're never about tons of quests you know to, to go through so you can you can play it just by really focusing on the quests and ultimately yeah. by completing the quests they give you like um the i can't remember the, the currency to unlock the doors is it stars sure oh yeah yeah so you can earn stars and a bunch of uh doors and dungeons we need a certain number of stars to complete so again complete the quests that ultimately means you can get through the game quicker complete the quest also gives you xp and also helps you unlock further um abilities for each of these forms so you, when you unlock the form you have like uh you know the, what what you change into so it could be a rat and you have the first ability and you also have a passive ability but as you play more and upgrade more you basically go from like a f uh, i guess f grade up to 
don't know. Well, it goes, you know, it goes like F, uh, think E, it stops uh, at D, a, C, a, sure, a, B, yeah. etc. Yeah. And then you get you get better passive abilities. You get more abilities as well. So yeah, it's constantly throwing things at you, and you could spend hours really just like perfecting uh, upgrading one particular form. Let alone, I mean, I don't know how many forms there are, but it's basically what looks like a massive skill tree. Yeah, yeah. Of um, of forms to unlock, and uh, it's been yeah, it's just been kind of turn my brain off. Fun, comfort, comfort gaming. We'll like turn our me. brain off, lid. <laughs> yeah, it's probably good. <laughs> and it, it's really cool. How, like, <laughs> stuck out to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really good how the, yeah, that like you say, those quests um, essentially serve as like a little tutorial, like for each form. Yeah. In that it's sort of like, right, use this one ability to kill baddies. Okay, you've got that. Now you've got this new ability. Also try this out. And then, yeah, when you start like mixing up classes, you'll get new quests um for i keep saying class i keep mixing up classes and forms just assume i'm I'm talking about the same thing um yeah it'll start so yeah you'll go back to playing as the rat and it'll be like right now try putting like the ranger's poison ability on top of you know the rat's normal stuff and you so there'll be a quest for that and it's like right okay so it gives you ideas about how you can mix up um the abilities which i think is really smart um, yeah, yeah, but really I, I mean, they, they are basically a class, aren't they? These mm. forms, and yeah. you can also like change them on the fly by holding down the right button or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. So, you know, I I, st- I really enjoyed the ranger because I like that ranged weapon, but also mm. the rat uh, can move through small spaces mm. and is really fast. So, I would often find myself going from ranger quickly hold down RB, switch to the other class, and you can you can have there's like a a wheel which you can you can quick select a bunch of different classes but it's just really fun switching from one to the other depending on the combat scenario depending on what kind of enemies you're facing if you're into a boss uh, boss battle or what but um yeah it's it's really good so far i mean i i'd say it what i loved about guacamole um was uh, also i thought the humor was really good in guacamole the writing seemed really sharp i don't think this quite has the same like humor at least not yet yeah. um i'm sure that no doubt i'll change it kind of feels even in like the three hours i played it it doesn't quite feel the same levels of, of guacamole just generally overall quality wise but uh, i'm really happy with it just being a comfort game for me at the moment yeah yeah cool that's it from me all yeah. right recommend it matt you can continue well, I played a little bit of Final Fantasy XIV. Ooh! Again, I was—I've been desperately searching for something to play that I can, that, that I want to play. I just—I've struggled what, what, what recently. What is it? What, what's final? What, what is this one? It's an MMO. Is this, yeah. Oh, it's an MMO one. And is yeah. it just come out, or has it been out for? No, a while? it's like ten years old. I think. Yeah, man. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, famously, it was shite when it first came out, and they killed it off, and then brought it back a year later. And sort of fixed it, and, and they completely redid re- bits, didn't they? And yeah, 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 it was a total mess. It's like in the, it's like written into the story as well. Like the world ended, and then like it's like now in the the game story that's like, oh yeah, all these heroes like sort of tried to avert this cataclysm and kind of did, but not really, and everything's sort of been rebuilt since. It's quite cool. Okay, yeah. So, so what are you I, making of it, Matt? I uh, well, so I I don't see me sticking with this because there's obviously loads of other games coming out but what i wanted i was um I, i've heard so many people just say how good the story is on this i mean sarah, sarah mentioned it like siam mm. um joshua garrity even like people like jason schreier loads of people said my god like the, this the story of this is unbelievable and chances are i'm not going to get to all the story because there's of course there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours and lots of people said hey you need to get to like the 20 hour mark before it really starts getting good <laughs> um i know everyone's like raving about the most recent 
uh, update was it shadow i'm really going to bringers i think shadow bringers or something and then they've had a two, two others in the past which people have also raved about but ever since i played final fantasy 7 remake i've just wanted that again i've wanted more final fantasy i've don't i don't haven't really i haven't played the original so maybe i can go there but i just that hasn't really done enough to make me want to go and play like the old school final fantasy i just want something like that again and everyone's talking about the story of this being so 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 good i've never played an mmo i was like i'll tell you what i'm just gonna download this and see what this is like and i've only had one evening on it and maybe i won't even go back but (laughs) again it was kind of comforting because i played for two or three hours and all i did was do all these like random quests in the local area it just feels like such an alien world to me because i've never played an mmo so i'm like Oh, hound. So these are all like real people in in this area. The the areas, the initial areas at least of the the server I'm on, are absolutely massive. So it really did feel like going to a foreign country in almost in almost every way. Did I was chat, like, did you chat to anyone? No, no, no. God no, God no. What's the um, fucking point? Well, cause I, was, because point? I was just playing the game on, on my own. I wasn't doing a raid or anything. I didn't need to talk to real people. They're all doing their own thing. I'm doing my own thing. You mean, just and, go hello. I'm new. All right, <laughs> isn't that the point of MMOs? I think if you, can, what, I think you can play like that, but I think what's isn't what everyone raving about this is the fact that you can do it on your own and enjoy it for like an amazing single player experience, even though it's part of a larger MMO. Um, so I didn't feel the need to get the mic out and say, Hi, everyone. I'm no, you I don't didn't. need to get the mic out, doesn't it have a quick chat system? It isn't probably that, does. I wasn't or, really interested in that, a... I just wanted to like, okay. I mean, I'm playing an MMO then, I ignore the fuck out of other people. When I play this sort of thing, really? yeah, yeah. Like if you're going to actually do like or a, something, a, maybe a or playing with friends or something, but, but otherwise, nah. You're not you're not okay. looking for group or anything like that. Not LFG. I was not looking for group. No, <laughs> I was just looking to do my my side my little missions and and yeah. But it is really really fun just being in what felt like a totally alien world to me. Um, mm. not just like a new game, it's like a, a new style of game. And uh, yeah, it, it looked great. Uh, the story, obviously, I'm incredibly early on. A million words, a million names, a million locations have been thrown thrown at me. I don't know what what's happening there, but mm. for for one evening, I was just really happy just to get through the incredibly complicated UI, do a bunch of side missions, and go and go on. I'm I'm not sure if I'll go back to it. I didn't dislike it. I enjoyed it actually, but you know, I'm not sure I'm really in a position right now to commit to an MMO. That's the even thing, if I it? wasn't doing a weekly podcast, even if I didn't have loads of games coming out soon, I'm not sure I God, would. Imagine but... if you got fully into this and then every week it's all you talk about. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Can you <laughs> imagine that's happen? MMO corner. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm still not I... talking to anyone, Matt. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did the to? same okay. thing, um, I don't know, about a, a year ago, 18 months ago, can't remember, but yeah, it was the same thing. I was just like, do you know what? People will not shut up about it. I need to see what this is about. And like, you know, plenty of people have said like, you know, you can basically play it as like a single player game up to a certain point. Like obviously I'll never do raids and stuff, but um like story-wise, you can pretty much just play it on your own and enjoy it. And I don't know, like I yeah, like I had a couple of good weeks on it and then just, you know, other stuff came out and I wanted to sort of play a few other things. Um and then yeah, and then it was like, right, you've had your first month tenor and i was like mm, <laughs> i haven't even played it for two what's weeks the... like i just what's the, what's the combat it's just like standard mmo stuff pretty much like targeting enemies activating abilities waiting for cooldowns okay yeah that sort of thing i mean it's fine um 
and like it does a good job of sort of explaining the sort of you know roles of different classes you'll get like little ai helpers in certain missions and stuff um and sort of explains you know how to sort of work alongside them but um yeah no i because I, I gather the the base game like this yeah like you say matt it sort of takes you about 20 hours to get through the sort of the base story and apparently that's when things get interesting and again I think I'm just one like, of them is called yeah, like but, heaven sword and then there's like realm oh god i'm embarrassed myself was it realm reborn a realm something realm reborn is the the name of the sort of the, the re-release yeah I just want. I just wanted something. I also just wanted to see what is. I've never even looked at a screenshot before, so I was like, "What even? How does this game even work? What does it even look like?" So, no. I, I for one evening, I was like totally transported to a new place, and I really loved it. But so we'll see if I go back. Is Second Life still going? Let's do that for a moment. <laughs> oh, it's still going. Yeah. Poor having a resurgence. Actually, <laughs> oh yeah, I've forgotten. Uh, James yeah, is there, on there. There plenty of other games I could be dedicating more, you know, time to things like Destiny or you mm. know Halo or you know fifa or rocket league or whatever but i for one night like, i'm just gonna do this i just want i need something comforting i need something where it's just me why trying don't to you play with us i said i need something comforting and, <laughs> um... <laughs> it's comforting it's a right laugh when we play we're back into rocket league at the moment of course uh, I don't know why we play anything else but <laughs> i mean look you're gonna i i mentioned that we're gonna do a pro clubs night are you gonna join us I for that, that at least yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, I do want to. Yeah, do you though? Because it no, sounds I, like you don't. I do. I'm just in a weird place at the moment. I'm just getting very angry at random things. <laughs> so yeah, but that's pretty... what that's what's great about pro clubs. You can get <laughs> angry at everyone. everyone. Screams at each other throughout the night at that, and at the end of it, we're all pissing ourselves with laughter. Slash, you're playing, aren't you? So I was just cleaning my glasses. James. I was cleaning my glasses at the moment. James, oh. you know you that's your nickname on our team. I know, I know. Yeah. You'll, you'll play, won't you? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, I, I miss you guys playing with us. You play for us one, one night and then that's it. <laughs> Get on Halo again. That's fine. Well, looks was it one night? Halo was like three nights. FIFA was Fuck definitely off. one was night. It three... It's like Wait, okay, three weeks it was plus. About... Yeah, okay, but, but FIFA was one night. And that was very no, disappointing. It was, way more than no, one it was more night. than one night. I mean, I, I played it at least three or four Even times. Even James has played more than one night. Yeah. James oh, I don't know about never that. played. Yeah. I don't know about that. Anyway, we've got to play more games together. Um, so th- that's all you've been playing, Matt, yeah? Yeah, yeah. A little bit of Final Fantasy and Never Saves the World. And uh, and I, I, I tweeted the other day about looking at the gaming calendar and all the things that are coming out that I'm looking forward to. And my God, there's just there's so much. And even now, like the, in recent days reports now actually this new Pokemon game is alright and, the, I've and got zero I mean, interest like in a, Pokemon Laura K. Dale did a great yeah. uh, thread because it, it's been leaked and mm. um, and like review code has been weird going to certain outlets and sh- and, um, and and and, and uh, yeah, Law did a great thread, and I was like, okay, this actually sounds good. It does. This sounds looks good. good. No, they were so like, maybe that's worth picking wasn't up. Wasn't she saying it's all like kind of like Breath of the Wild sort of style in a sense, but with Monster Hunter and all sorts of stuff? And, yeah, yeah, open yeah. world and all it. I don't know. Maybe I might give this another go. Maybe it's another Pokemon game. I'll give it a go. But there's just I'm so trying much to, I'm coming. trying to teach myself to say, look, you're not into that, so you don't have to play it. Like I'm trying to teach myself because I've done that with Pokemon because I've tried to get into that game so many times and I just don't care enough every time. It's just there's still that bit at the back of your head going, but maybe this is the one. (laughs) Because that is for me. After I read that thread, I was like, oh, maybe this is the one now. Um, But I need to just 
calm myself down. Um, chances are, if it is amazing and everyone's talking about it, Harry will want it at some point. I was going to say, because you, your kids aren't. Planet, but... are they not into Pokemon, no. Asher is massively. Uh, Charlie yeah. is. Yeah. Charlie is. Harry isn't. How weird is that? <laughs> See, Asher's massively got, like, into Pokemon it. Pokemon uh, stuff. But he only just recently got some, um, you know, Pokemon Diamond or whatever, you know, like the, okay. the remake of that recently. So I don't think he wants another one immediately fair enough <laughs> james that is that is directly coming from you <laughs> all kids want the latest thing that's coming out for the thing that I, they like yeah. well interpreted his wishes the old sleep. one uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah he can finish that first and when he's shown me proof that he's finished it then he can <laughs> james is like right, i'm just going to verify uh, you can download this save from no, the i want to see a screenshot of the final cutscene <laughs> and and the credits before you get anything. And then I will buy you the new one. Yeah. James, what have you been playing? Uh, the only thing I've played this week is Skyward Sword, which I finished. Um, oh, nice. And I finished okay. it. I finished it a couple of days after we finished recording. And um, I don't really have a huge amount to add over what I had already said about it, apart from the fact that the ending to the game is very underwhelming. I felt <laughs> like the final like the final bosses <laughs> okay. that you fight. No, it's it's not difficult. Like there's ones earlier in the game which are which are more difficult than the ones at the end. And I never did get used to the controls. Like I I mean it took me about 30 35 hours to finish this game and I was still like occasionally like, I had to keep looking down to like be like what well, hang on what am I pressing to do this? It's the controls are so messed up in that game and it's the <laughs> main problem with it is yeah, such a shame. It's just, it is a massive shame. But then, I mean, I overall, I did really, really enjoy it. I thought it was great. But then, it is also really clear from this game why Breath of the Wild happened. In the sense that the series really needed to move on from the structure in this game. You know, of basically just you know sort of repeating stuff that had come before, and uh, yeah. it's so much better for it. Like it's there's little bits there that you're just thinking, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's something they could do with this, but. It doesn't go anywhere. I mean, the the thing that I was most disappointed about was the stuff in the skyloft, like how you know you got this you know bird that you're flying around, and it's pretty much pointless. Like, there's no point to it <laughs> at all. Like the the what's it called the um the ship in Wind Waker is more interesting, you know, because of the mm. fact you can go like treasure hunting. God, and most stuff bits like were that. shit as well. Yeah, I know. I exactly. never got that. Yeah, I never got the you know people saying oh it's the feeling of the it just was no, so annoying, tedious wasn't it? to me the ship and stuff. You see, and that was always the big problem. Really, I always felt with the Zelda games is that the overworld was never really that interesting, was it? Because there was not really much there to right. do. And that's what they absolutely transformed with Breath of the Wild and just made it brilliant, like mm. just getting around was I mean, Harry's, Harry's playing Breath of the Wild. He's currently, he's got to Kokoriko Village. Mm-hmm. He, he, didn't, he did all of the shrines on it, like the starting shrines on his own. Yeah. Um, he's working it all out. And, you know, it's great just seeing it's him. It's amazing, it's, isn't it? I'm, like, I'm worried there's bits in it that are way above his skill level, mm-hmm. like way above it. But I'm, Hoping he somehow gets no, he'll, a fair. He'll figure way into it out it. because that's what Asher did. Because he when it, when he started it, I was like, I don't. There's no way he's going to finish this, and he finished the whole game. And he's now on. He's done 112 shrines. Like he's really close to doing all of them. Like wow. he's done way more of them than I've done. And it's yeah, it, it, it's a really good game. I think at teaching you know like how to you know how to play. It's it's great. Yeah, he's loving it at the moment. And he was saying like, do I get better weapons later? I was like, yeah. And he come up. I picked him up from school on. Friday, I think it was, and he just went in art. I did a witch, wicked drawing of a blood moon. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's, it's funny because there's so much of that game that I'd forgotten. Yeah, you know, mm. um, like the blood moon, like the fact that the jump button was on Y yeah. or the top button, whatever that is on the thing X, I think Excellent. it is, instead of A. You know, 
all there's loads of stuff in that game that you kind of forget. Oh, do you know the worst? Okay, not the worst thing because it is kind of oh, nice. Is like like Asher has been constantly asking me law questions all the time about <laughs> oh, really? it. Really? Yeah, all yeah, the I time. Got that. He's asking yeah. me questions about really? the law. Yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm, um, I'm going to. Yeah, but no, think, he was. He was, yeah, no, actually, the first few questions Harry was asking was like, what are those weird things that, with the lasers mm-hmm. that they're sort of stuck in the ground and with the lasers? And I was like, well, there was a, you'll find out about it, but I'll tell you now, there was a big battle and those completely wiped out the whole place. And the ones that you've seen are kind of destroyed, but they're still active and you don't try and just avoid them at the moment. Um, yeah, so much that game that I remember is like I've forgotten because, you know, that stuff all becomes a bit irrelevant when you're running around the place just not giving a shit about whatever enemy you find, apart from those dudes that are half horse, half man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only ones that I had a little, still had a little bit of it. I don't think I killed one of those really? in the hundred odd hours that I played it. No, they were tough. Yeah. They were like, you need loads of potions and all sorts of stuff just to get through them. Yeah. They're yeah. difficult. Do you ever just catch yourself remembering that there were big fucking dragons in the sky? Yeah. No, because when I played it the other day, when I booted it up the other day, mm. like for the first time, I went to my old save, I started wandering about, mm. and there was one in the sky, and I was like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> the first time you saw one of them, yeah. and the music came up yeah. and everything. Oh, just such a glorious See, and game. And that's the thing, like playing this, it was really good, but then it also shows you just like how far ahead like Breath of the Wild is yeah, and then you just think it's got to come out the sequel this year, please. Like, can we have more? <laughs> oh, but it's just, I just worry about how because the, the biggest disappointment was how it looked, and it was you're right, right about what you said bad. last week, it never looked great, but but now it looks pretty shocking. Yeah, James. well, really, would you not. I would rather yeah. it was delayed and properly sung on a new hardware that really did it justice than eking out the last remnants of what the Switch can do and it's suffering for that. Bring it out on PS- PS5. Yeah, put it on Game Bank Pass. It. Why not? <laughs> yeah, Game Pass. Yeah, Game Pass on day Game one. Pass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Um, so the games I've been playing this week, very quick mentions. Um, I started Rainbow Six Extraction. Oh, yeah. I've only heard bad I've stuff about this. I've only played about an hour of it. No, it's not as bad as people are saying. It's really not. Like, it feels like Rainbow Six. Like, the the, the core shooting in that game is still good, and it transfers to this, right? It's funny you've heard bad stuff, James, because I've heard no stuff about it. Really? <laughs> it oh, really? came out, and um, I, I just i have heard no one on time I'm talking about it. Just nothing. Well, look, look, here's my experience of it, and it's terrible. I've only put an hour into it, and, you know, we did a few things and we come away feeling cold, but there's a reason. We all got into a party and said, let's try Rainbow Six uh, Extraction. So we booted up the game and it said, you've got to do a tutorial before you start playing mm. it. And we all went, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> it's the worst. Like, Why do people do that for wanna, multiplayer games? Yeah, we all want to just jump into a game together. Like, we've got limited time. We don't want to be sitting there doing the tutorial on our own. So... We found out that if you die, you can exit out of it and get straight into the game, <laughs> right? So we did that, and then when we were in the game, we were like, we don't know what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, kind of like, this is stupid. We wish it, and I just kind of wish that a game like this took that into consideration. That chances are, when you're booting this up for the first time, you're in a party chat with people that want to play it mm. for the first time. So why don't you let people like? link up and do the tutorial together yeah that, mm-hmm. that's essential the amount of times when like, we play games and i'm like hey before i start this or before we play tonight 
if it is, do I have to go for a tutorial first? And like, yeah, yeah, it. like, yeah. yeah there's we've a said ten that so tutorial many times. That. Yeah. Or like, I'm not, and I'm not saying this is like easy to do, but I'm sure there have been multiplayer games that teach you as you just as you play your first game, regardless of whether you're with other people. Like, it'll just say like, you know, okay, this is this game type. Like, you know, this is your objective, blah, blah, blah. Like, and they'll sort of, you know, context-sensitive sort of little prompts and stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm sure games have done that before. Yeah, well, so many games don't. Mm. Yeah, as you say, Matt, the amount of times a new game comes out and our WhatsApp group goes, is there a tutorial? Oh, yeah, plan tonight. Make sure you get the 20-minute the tutorial yeah. done. Like, Apex Legends was, did that. And it was yeah. like... Not really necessary. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Just play Titanfall. Like, <laughs> let's get together well, but even even then let's get together and do like a co-op tutorial yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. surely that's the way to do it and and I'm sure that if you've got one player that's been playing it for ages and a mate's joining for the first time it doesn't matter you'd go oh, I'll do the tutorial with you yeah yeah you know what I mean like why not yeah. I'll, I'll just run through the tutorial with you so because at least we're doing FIFA something do together and I can explain things while we're doing it what's that even like when there's a new FIFA, like oh yeah, you, uh, when you turn it on, you, there's a couple of cutscenes to skip, and then you got to play the you got to play a bit of this like match, like Man City versus Bayern Munich. But you can pause it and exit, then get to the menu, then you can join the club. It's like yeah, um, that's not too bad though, because you you're not learning. I mean, it's a little bit more straightforward, isn't it, FIFA? Like whereas this, there are so the way it works is that. Um, there are three, there's a level, you enter a level, there's three areas. And in each area, you're given a random card, which has an objective. So oh, at the start of the game, again. it shows oh, you three cards. Oh, no. <laughs> Literally, James, you can forget the card element of it. It might as well just come up. You know, like when you start a game of Halo and it says, you know, oddball, yeah. it might yeah, as well yeah. do that. Right. So it, it, that card element is is just a visual representation of them randomizing what your objectives are in each hub of the level right so some of them are like you've got to locate a certain amount of terminals in a certain amount of time some of them are you've got to defeat some enemies to attract the boss um but then don't kill the boss you've got to sort of lead them to an extract point so they can be captured and taken away some of them are uh kill a boss some of them are um uh, there was another one where you had to sneak up on ness and sort of take a sample for them but if you if the nests become agitated, then uh, you're not you could, you're not able to take that sample. And if you run out of nests, if you shoot too many of them or they become too agitated or whatever, then you foul that. So you can foul an objective and move on to the next area. Um, uh, but but we were we were trying to work out what each objective is, and obviously we should have played the tutorial <laughs> to give some idea of that, so we knew what we were doing. This is also only three player, right? It's only three player. Ooh. Um, but the 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 other thing there there's a lot of like stuff where it's slowing down the whole process like they, so between each area you enter an airlock which there's a terminal in the airlock and all three of you have to press the terminal for the door to drop and then the next door to open so it's a bit like a safe house in a left for dead game right but it feels like you're in that fucking airlock for ages, waiting for the animation of the door going down. There's some voiceover stuff. Takes a little while, and then the next door opens. And I, when we were playing it, I was just like, why is this bit taking so long? We're not doing anything. <laughs> we're just standing, waiting for the door to open. It makes no sense to me, that. 
Um, so I can see some problems there, but what I want to do is really give it a go when people know what they're doing and see if there are any you know benefits. It's got some interesting ideas, like uh, if one of you dies, like so it's operators like it is in Rainbow Six Siege, if one of your operators dies, they're missing in action, and you've got to wait a certain amount of rounds before you can select that operator again. Or, if they die, you can pick them up and take them to an extraction zone for the player, and that means that they can choose them on the next attempt or whatever. So it's got little bits and pieces that that look, look cool. Um, it's got all the gadget stuff that you'd expect from Rainbow Six games at this point. Um, and the shooting feels okay, the guns feel great. So maybe once we know what we're doing, we might get some fun out of it. I don't see... <coughs> well, you know, I'm at a, I'm at, you know in in the position to talk about this gameplay based based on downloading it on Game Pass, whereas they're selling this game on the PlayStation mm. and people buying this game, I, I I'm already getting red flags of going fucking hell, you're selling this like at a full price. Yeah? Well, I saw it the other day. Actually, it's not full price. It was like thirty eight quid in ASDA the other day. Still so thirty eight like, oh, quid on sale. But yeah. Yeah, I look at that well, and that's, just go. That's nearly half price for PlayStation. Yeah, I feel that. It's almost half standard RRP. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I reserve judgment. I haven't played enough of it. I don't, oh, from what I've played so far, I don't think it's as bad as people are saying. However, um, I like to play it once but I But you're know saying what it's I'm not really worth your time either. Like, there's any sort of reason to go back to it, you know? You written it off already, have you, James? Well, it's three player only, so I was I'm never going to play it with my people, mm. am I? So. Okay, yeah, you just sound um, okay. Um, the other game that I played, another Game Pass game, is Unpacking. Oh yeah, you've probably heard a lot of this game over the past years. Some people adored it. It's a game where you look at like a diaphragm of a, a diaphragm. Is that the right <laughs> word? No, no. <laughs> diaphragm. Not, is it diaphragm's a naughty word, isn't it? No. Well, it's a body. Yes, but it's, it's, a, it's part of a body, it's a chest. Is it? isn't it? A chest yeah. area. Oh, that's all right then. I thought it was like something to do. Okay, what am I thinking of? A diagram. Um, Penis. <laughs> no, but when the little scaled down sort of cross diorama, diorama, yeah, diorama. diorama that's it. <laughs> diaphragm. What twat? Who's the thick one, guys? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like a little pixelated two uh, D diorama of. Um, a room uh, like it starts off with just one room you've got a bunch of boxes you click on the boxes you take things out and you place those items around the room and um, uh, you know there's talk of I'm already seeing it of a narrative playing out as you you go from mm. say a kid's room up to a teenager's room up to a flat share up to clearly you've met someone and you're moving in with them you know mm. it's got a narrative behind what you're unpacking. There are items that you recognise from when you were a kid as you're unpacking them as an adult and stuff like that. Um, so it does all that stuff really well. It looks quite nice in places. Um, I just... I, I, it's really strange. It's a game where I think, oh, I see the benefits of this. I see why so many people like it because it is quite relaxing. It is quite fun to put things away in the right places or whatever. Mm. Um, but there are two problems that I have with it. The first being when you start a new level, you know there's going to be more rooms, more boxes, and it just like it makes you go, ah, 
there's just so much. <laughs> there's so much to put away, and this is actually getting dull now, right? Mm. When you're in a situation where you're opening opening up your um your drawer, and you've got underwear individually rolled, so you will click on the box, get a piece of underwear, put it in the drawer. Click on a box, get a piece of underwear, put it on a drawer. Literally about fourteen times. Mm. Like, that's not an exaggeration. Like, each piece of underwear comes out as one, and you put it in the drawer as one, and then you go back the same drawer over and over and over again. And I go, the fault of doing that again is fucking putting me off playing this anymore. There's also an issue where the pixel art looks great in places, it looks terrible in other places. So you'll pull something out and go, I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that's supposed to be. So you put it to a side and the idea is once you've unpacked everything, it will highlight things that are not in the right place. Yeah. And I just kind of think, why? Like, what's the benefit of that? What do you mean? Like, what is the benefit of that? So you unpack everything, you put everything where you want. Why has it got to be that this item belongs in this room? Because like what, that's what's... because it's encouraging you to put things away properly and put things in the right okay. room. Okay, but how about you let the player just put what they want? Because there are some some items in there mm-hmm. where you go, well, that could be in wherever you want it. You know, maybe you want your iPod in one of the kitchen drawers. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? No, I said. Right? I said. I guess. No, I'm not saying. Yeah, <laughs> like who? Like who cares? Mm. Let the player just decide that stuff. Mm. Because what's the benefit of saying that doesn't belong there? Put it in the right room. Like, what? what's the player getting out of that? I suppose, yeah. Nothing. If you've put everything in the right place, great. Move on. If you haven't, well, who cares? I don't <laughs> want to be told by the game, this is in the wrong room, find the right room. Yeah. I, like, especially when they're items that are totally, like, you can't tell what they are. And I wish I could tell you. Well, I'll tell you. Who gives a shit? There are magnets in this that belong on the fridge. Right. But one of them is just like a mess of grey blobs. <laughs> and I think it's supposed to be like one of those 3D magnets you get on holiday or whatever. Right, yeah. But I was kind of like, oh, that looks like a little snail ornament. I'll just put that on the shelf. It was like, nope. <laughs> put that somewhere else. And I'm going. And it took me ages. And I thought, fuck it. I'm just going to look it up. Oh, it's a magnet. Put it on the fridge. Okay, great, but what have I got out of this experience? Just let me think it's a little ornament that I've put on the side. Who gives a shit? (laughs) So that stuff really stressed me out. You want an experience where it wasn't about winning or achieving or score. It's just like, I'm unpacking, that's the zen, that's the satisfying part, I'm going to move on. That's it, right? I thought, I mean, I haven't played this, I thought it was that. That is what I thought it was as well. I mean, I didn't want to play it because I've recently done this. You have put this in the wrong place. I don't think it's like super specific about where things need to be. I think as long as they're in the right room, pretty much. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But if you take out, but 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 it has an element of you can take something out of the box and it clearly doesn't belong in that yeah. room. So you you unlock the box and there's a kettle, but you're in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So you go, okay, I've got to put that in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But when it's something, say, like an iPod, right? Mm-hmm. What if you wanted that in the kitchen drawer or in the front room? Yeah, on the windowsill or something, you know. But but the game says no, it's got to be in your bedroom, and it's like. All right, I guess I know, I mean, that's I, what you want. I mean, I've played um, the first couple of levels of this when they put out a demo a while ago. Um, 
I don't know. Like I, I guess I, I was just lucky to sort of be in tune with what the developers wanted because nothing really stuck out to me as like. Do you know what I mean? I, I pretty much put everything where it was supposed to go, and there was maybe one or two things at the end um, that it wanted me to move, so it didn't really bother me. But yeah, I guess if, like you say, the if you if you're in a house where like, well, I I leave my iPod in the kitchen, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's yeah, that's that's not gonna. Gel, I think I'm always when I'm looking at something like this, I think this is quite relaxing, mm. but there are certainly bits in it that are not mm. like like the individually wrapped underwear. I just kind of think. Yeah. No, that's not relaxing. This is tedious, mm. right? And then, and then you've got the, uh, yeah, that element of so, so the individually wrapped underwear. Okay, fine, I can overlook that and say I can see how some people like to put this all neatly in the mm. drawer, right? I can, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neatly folded in the kitchen drawer. That's where that stuff goes <laughs> in the bath. Yeah, the, the, like, that's up. fine. <laughs> but, but when it's something that's kind of ambiguous. Mm. And or something that you haven't quite understood is the right item. What's the benefit of the player to go? No, nope, mm-hmm. wrong. Like, Did you see it the, kind um... of made me just go. I can't. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> Did you see the stuff about the GameCube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the majority of the people thought is a rice cooker. Yeah, or just something that like, oh, looks like some kitchen. sort of toaster or something. Understandable, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, but again, ultimately. Why don't you let those people think it's a rice cooker? What's the problem? You'd think it would at like, least be really an option. Because it's a fucking GameCube. <laughs> yeah, I know, but what's the? Yeah, but it, you've got to remember this is like really pixelated artwork, so you can see why some people would look at that and go, "What the fuck is that?" You know what I mean? Mm. It doesn't. It doesn't have GameCube written on it. No. I don't know, man. Like the mouse mat as well. When I first saw that, I was like. This is a picture, or what is this like? No, I don't know. So so I, think I don't in terms, know if I'm going to go back to it. Of, like saying about yeah, sort of repetitive ones, like putting the underwear away. Um, so I, I mean, mm. I what I played was on PC, and I was playing this with a mouse, and I feel like that might alleviate some of this. I can't really imagine playing it with a controller. Yeah, but, it's not too bad with a controller. Mm. You you're literally moving a cursor around with the left stick. Mm. So. You know that I mean that sucks compared to a controller, mm. but um, and I do kind of think actually playing this on Switch maybe where you could just touch oh, things yeah. would make it a lot better. Yeah. But uh, but I haven't got that, so um, yeah, it probably does alleviate it a little a little yeah. bit. To be honest with no, you, I've been meaning to give this a go because yeah, from what some people were saying, I was getting the sense that this could have been on the game of the year list. But I'm assuming you'd have shot that down. <laughs> um. We'll see, because I, I I'll probably end up playing it more because yeah. it sends Charlie to sleep. Oh no! So that's good. That, I was going to yeah, say you, to... you might already be aware, but have you noticed the attention to detail in the sound design? Which... So basically, for every object in yeah. the game and every surface type in the game, there is a specific sound effect. So you can take your GameCube, you can put it in the bath, you can put it on a sh- wooden shelf, you can put it on a, you know, on the on a, the side in the kitchen and there'll be different sound effects for each. I did not notice yeah. that, though. Have a play around with it, it's nuts. Okay, that's fine, but just don't tell me that that's got to go in that room because sometimes <laughs> it doesn't have to. <laughs> All right? All right. So Fuck where did yeah, the iPod no. have to go? It's just in bedroom, the bedrooms. Yeah. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, like it's not specific about it has to go in the drawer in the bedroom. It doesn't do that, but it does go. This belongs in this room, mm. and I just kind of think you don't. I'm 
I get to decide that. That's <laughs> the fun of unpacking, isn't it? Mm. I get to decide it, not you. Yeah, but you're un- uh, aren't you unpacking for someone else, not not for yourself? No, you're doing it for yourself. Yeah, well, you. technically well, you're role playing, yeah. aren't you? So yeah, I guess you're I mean. right. playing a character. Yeah. But like, yeah, but my character wants to do it with the iPod in the. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's all I've been playing this week. Let's get to questions. Let's. Uh, if you want to send us a question, go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. Kid Rock, the American badass himself, uh, says, all right, yeah. Lids, long time listener, first time contact form user. I love Metroid Dread, but resented every time boss interrupted all that silky smooth exploration. Is it cheating to have and use a skip boss button? I thought this was an interesting development on, I know obviously last week we had easy mode chat and I thought this was yeah. an interesting development on that because it's like, well, what if you're not just making the game easier, but you're actually removing part of the game? Well, that's what they did with, um, what's it called? What was that? Oh, I've forgotten the name, Sean. What's the name oh, of that game that we played? Axiom yeah, Verse 2. Yeah, the bosses were yeah. weren't they? they? Yeah, they made them entirely optional and it's like, it's one of those things where it sounds like a good idea, but I think the game lost something because of that. Hold yeah. on, yeah, but hold on. Isn't with Axiom Verge 2, didn't it just like take you to the next bit of the game? No, they were just they were just sort of like a boss would just be hanging around in an area and if you didn't want to fight it, you just run past just it. Just run and carry past on. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like but but with Metro Dread, what like how about if they had an option where it was skip boss, mm. but the game just took over and just like so you saw just the saw animation, cool, cool you saw cutting. the boss get killed or whatever, yeah. but yeah. So I mean like, I like don't in, have a problem with that. Like in Mario where they like Luigi did levels in the in- was it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that was a bit rough because Luigi just went off and fucking did the level. <laughs> Whereas, like, well, this is it, isn't it? Like you here, want, it kind of feels like, like you know, you know yeah. what I'm like uh, when it comes to easy modes or just you know concessions to different types of play in general. But I do concede that it is a shame if that completely removes an element of the game for people. But then, even then, it's like, well, that's just one bit they don't like, and it's preventing them from enjoying the rest of it. So that's that's why I prefer just tweaking difficulty. Yeah. Over that, you know, yeah. if you can tweak the difficulty, I think that's that's better. Mm. No, I think this is a, I think this is a better way to do because some people don't want to or they, they don't want to feel the way a boss battle makes them feel, but they love everything else. I think you know, give people the options. I mean, it's not something I would want to do because I feel like that would probably be a key part of the game mm. and that would improve you as a player, etc. But for some people who don't want that level of stress or worry or I don't know. There's there's not into that. I think hell hell yeah. Like given the the freedom to do that, mm. it might change the game completely compared to someone who wants to do everything. But lots of people don't. Mm. I think it's it's different time. with something like um, Spider Man, where it was like, yeah, do you know what? Do you want to skip the puzzles? Because no one came to that game to play puzzles, right? No one. They're pretty wank as well. <laughs> yeah, like they? no one was like, oh man, I hope this Spider Man game's got some Pike Mania puzzles in it. Um. <laughs> So did them all show? Oh, did them all though, Sean? It was the only way to hundred percent that <laughs> fucking shit. So, do you know uh, I mean that 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 seems like a much more obvious um, or you know sort of permissible um, removal than like the bosses in Metroid? I think what we're saying is that the boss boss battles in Metroid Dread do feel like a essential part of the game, right? Like a big part yeah, of the game. Yeah, they are definitely a bit of a roadblock, but then they always have been. That's always been a serious tradition. I don't think anyone anyone would be surprised that a Metroid game has difficult bosses in it but then well they will if it was their first one well, right? yeah i didn't yeah. i didn't know that guy in mm-hmm. really yeah. uh but so much of what they do set you up and helps you for the next area you go to if you got to boss you can press a button skip it and then you then you were sent through to the next area 
Yeah, chances are you may struggle. Well, usually, yeah, like you're you get an ability or whatever that you then are learning how to use, and then you're building that up for the boss. Like that's one of the main reasons usually. All right, okay, hold on, right, right. So let's go to the original question: Is it cheating? Yes, no, it's not cheating. No, No. Matt, hell no, no, of course not. Okay, I'm gonna say yes. (laughs) Cheating? (laughs) What? Skipping a boss? I'm gonna say yes. That's cheating, mate. Um. Next question. Uh, Maria Mendiata says, Dear TCGS cookie clickers, imagine these were different times and the TCGS higher-ups, i.e. Adam Capone and Graham, were to organise a company <laughs> fun run. Which video game character's shoes would you wear for the occasion and how much arch support do you think they would offer? Keep up the tremendous work. Sincerely, Maria. Well, I'll tell you what, mm. the obvious answer is Sonic, yeah. but I'll tell you why I wouldn't wear that. The, the pressure. The pressure? Imagine lining up for a fun run and everyone looking at you just going, He's got fucking Sonic look at shoes. that twat. He's got Sonic shoes. If he doesn't want. win in Sonic's shoes, what a knob. <laughs> yeah, he's got to go fast. I'll tell you what I wouldn't yeah. want is Mario's. Have you seen those ones from, like, you know... They're you, clobbers, aren't yeah, they, Yeah, in Animal yeah. Crossing, you know, you can get, like, the costume. You look at them, they're huge. Yeah, man. They're, like, massive, like... The big fucking shoes or like, He's a plumber, like, obviously, yeah. but... Yeah, not good for running. Who's what was that game? Who's got good shoes? That's the the question. Who's got good shoes? (laughs) Ethan Winters from Resi Seven, Resi (laughs) Village. Do you know who comes to mind for me? What was the game? The uh, old game, the Pocket Brothers or Magic Pocket Brothers? (laughs) Super Brothers. What was that? Sword and Sorcery. Sword and Sanctuary. No, not Sword and Sorcery. We're talking older. We're talking Amiga. The Pocket Brothers. The 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 front cover was them with their hands in their pockets and backward caps. Crisscross. The the studio was called the same thing. <laughs> Not crisscross. Crisscross made my video. <laughs> the Magic Pocket Brothers. Where they right. So it's a side-scrolling sort of platformer, but you could throw tornadoes out of your pockets. What? Oh my god! <laughs> I Is this Mickey Mac Global Gladiators? <laughs> No, it's not Mick and Mac Global ga- Gladiators. This is the Bitmap Brothers, is that it? Oh, Mick uh, and you know, like Mac, Caveman Ninjas. John and Steve Pickford. Bitmap Brothers. Hold on. It was a Bitmap Brothers oh, game. I thought okay. Pick- okay. I thought you were talking about Joe Mac, Caveman Ninjas. No, that is not that. You guys carry on talking because I remember them having amazing trainers and I oh, wanted them. Uh, so the main guy, I don't. I mean, we never see it like a detailed shot of his trainers. I don't think. Uh, but the guy from Flashback, Conrad Hart, um, is wearing. There we go. Magic pockets. Magic pockets. Google magic pockets. Fuck man. Google magic pockets and look at those trainers. I will. I will. I will. I'm telling you, look at the front cover. Look at those trainers. Magic pockets. Tell really me they're cool not going to be the best for a front. Oh run. yeah, fair dues. Proper. 80s chunky man Dave did you do you model your style on this guy <laughs> it's, it's pretty much me <laughs> it isn't is, it? Yeah. I can't wear hats because of my weird shaped head mm. that's, my, that's my problem the other stuff oh, yeah, but on, I would though. not want to run in them they are not running shoes magic pockets man I might play oh I need to play that I loved that when I was a kid <laughs> this is what Microsoft needs by Konami so we can have a magic pockets game <laughs> out. bring it back it's a classic. Bring game it pass. back, damn it! <laughs> Fucking hell! How, uh, magic pockets, yeah. And it, it, they weren't brothers. I had it, the image in my head that they were brothers, but it was just called. The Bit I mean, Mac most brothers, most characters Bit were <laughs> brothers back then, weren't they? Standard. Yeah. Yep. Most brothers aren't brothers, actually. That's <laughs> just. Uh... Don't know what that means, yeah. but uh, yeah, tornadoes out your pocket, mate. Love Conrad it. Hart from Flashback wears they're just like some white sneakers, but do you know what? 
he does a lot of running and jumping around in like a forest and like a dirty futuristic city and a whole bunch of shit. So I reckon they're some fucking durable, comfy fuckers. <laughs> so I'd wear those. Good. Good answer. Anyone else? I mean, inspired by that, I've got nothing. Brilliant. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> So not inspired by that at all. No, yeah. You were not inspired no, by zero anything. inspiration to be had uh, there, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Matt. Uh I'm gonna uh, who has uh, oh, quickly trained. Google. Quickly Google. Yeah, Go who on. can I uh uh to Lara Croft. Right, oh, so just some boots. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm what sure did she wear? It was like big walking boots, lots of support, like hiking boots. So. Probably terrible for running. Yeah. What did Balan from Balan's Wonderworld wear? <laughs> No, wasn't he floating? The big question. Be like wingtips oh, Lara, or something. Lara Cross boots. Hmm. Yeah. No, I think magic pockets, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, I think you win on that one. What Thank about Knuckles' shoes with the big like metal clasp on them? They look good in them. <laughs> Terrible for running <laughs> No. Jeremy Beadle. Ash. Next. Jeremy Beadle, okay. not that one. Obviously, he's uh, dead. Uh, it says, oh, all right, that's hypothetical situation here that I hope you'd be kind enough to indulge in. Uh, let's say you do fire a small Bluetooth speaker that pumps out the Farley's Fantasy Zone jingle into space and it <laughs> somehow survives leaving Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> Aliens find it and they love it so much that they decide to land on Earth in hoping of meeting the maker of their beloved tune. With the ability to pick up any language instantly and traverse the universe at the speed of light, they turn up outside James's German manor in the dead of night <laughs> <laughs> with excited <laughs> grins on their little alien faces. What's the first thing James says to them, and how does he react? Appreciate y'all. You want me to answer? Yes. Uh, no, uh, no, James. No. Uh, you want uh, what the fuck? No, 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 <laughs> no. no. I, I, no, I didn't know if this was asking. What do you think I should say, or what would I say? Okay. Well, either way, I would say, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Could you imagine that? James walking out into his garden and just going, In the beginning. (laughs) I was hoping for um, for a Star Trek reference, to be honest. That's true. Mm. Never mind. Shoot to kill. What would your Star Trek reference be? Shoot to kill. (laughs) Well, no, that's not even coming to him. Shoot to kill. Shoot to kill. I just arrived here from a. Another galaxy, and you're like, shoot to kill. Yeah. Shoot to kill. <laughs> They're like, Farley's fantasy so zone. Weird. Shoot to kill. James, Farley's we finally met you. Chavez, shoot to kill. But to be fair, that is what he says when he meets our listeners. That's true. EGX. Panicking. <laughs> Guess one of his vintage uh, pistols out. Are you James Farley? Shoot to kill. <laughs> shoot to kill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. That's enough for the questions. Let's do, let's do socials, Matt. Yes. Uh, so this Thursday, Sean is carrying on with his Nuzlocke stock and two sloking Barbarackles yeah, stream mate. Thursday night at nine. That was a great success, wasn't it? It was. Last week, Sean? It went really well, apart from uh, I killed a Rattata that I could have captured. So I'm, my team is one short of what it could be. But other than that, yeah, it's been going really well. Well, Hakuna Rattata, Sean. Yeah. It's a wonderful uh, phrase. That, if you missed it live, you can watch it on YouTube, by the way. Uh, but also, Friday nights from 9, Dark Souls 2 with James. They're both on twitch.tv slash TCGSCO. If you're Amazon Prime, 
your Twitch Prime game and you get one free sub. And we really appreciated over the last week or so you coming back and give us your subs. They don't auto-renew and you don't get notified either. So if you have Amazon Prime connected with your Twitch account, please go over to our channel and give us your free sub. We really appreciate it. I think I'm with- going to do a chill stream this week. Yeah. I'm either, I'm either going to do a Forza Horizon um, part, try and fill the map in part, do an Eliminator. Uh, Did you or, finish that uh, game? What do you mean? Did you like get to the end of like the campaign? We get yeah, to the Hall oh, God, of Fame. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm talking about driving down every road. Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah, I want to do that. Um, and I because that's kind of a tradition in how I play those <laughs> games. When I'm getting towards the end of my time with it, I fill the map in, which is just ridiculous, really. In this one, because there's about 700 roads <laughs> or something stupid. Um, and I've been getting into Eliminate. I've been playing that a lot this week. So I, I, I might do one of those on stream because I bet a lot of people played Forza but never actually did one of those Eliminators. It's, they're really yeah, good man. fun. Um, or I might do some Tetris effects because I've been playing that a lot on Switch as well. And that that um, mystery mode is fucking fantastic. I love oh, it. What's that? Well, you've got to do 100... You've got to clear 150 lines, but it just throws random modifiers oh, at cool. you. Like sometimes the screen just goes upside down, or <laughs> sometimes like the Tetris shapes go, or you can't hold a Tetris, um, or you can't like see what's coming up next. Mm. That sort of stuff is cool. great. Little bombs turn up, and you've got to defuse them. Have you not seen no, it? No, no, I've missed this somehow. Oh man, watch it! I might do that then this mm. week because I love that. It's really good fun. You never know what's going to happen. It's really good. Uh, we'll see, but I- I'll try and do a stream this week because I really enjoyed my lake one even though i fucking hated that game <laughs> oh yeah you've you never mentioned that um <laughs> yeah so back on dark calls it's episode 28 this week new londo ruins this week james heads into new londo ruins in search of the four kings Ooh. we go to um, the start of the start of the third act james isn't it i don't remember any of that <laughs> i should listen back to these what you don't yeah. remember the third act the four kings and the the um the the what was the fu- you've had the what was the Obviously, he had ceaseless discharge, but that was a minor boss. It was the what was the chaos? Something a better chaos. chaos. Oh, it's a mm. shit boss. Oh, God. awful, yeah. awful part of that. Yeah. Game. In fact, that whole third act is so underbaked; <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, listen to that on Fridays. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/tcgs is our patron for exclusive podcast uh, talks overs. We do one on the weekend, and our monthly podcast is out already as well i've also um we've got an epic game store creator code oh, have we? so basically if you are playing fortnite or rocket league or i don't know what other games have on, on epic game store it, but when you purchase you can put a code in if you put in ttgs i think we might get a kickback so if you're buying a thousand v bucks or rocket league pass or whatever it is you can do that if you if you fancy it we really appreciate do it. we do we get anything if i'm claiming free games <laughs> <laughs> I looked into it earlier. I, I doubt it, okay. but who knows? I'll try anyway. People downloading the free games, put it in there, why not? Um, and tcgs.co is the website for everything else, like links to our social channels, our all our podcast episodes, a link to our Discord, and uh, everything else we do. Our store, of course. I ain't gonna lie, we're one this week, <laughs> uh, but we'll be back next week. <laughs> we Thank you so much for living it. We'll We'll catch you then. Have a nice week. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.